The Barroom Network presents two fired-up Bears fans. They are ready to rumble on the Bear Debate. This is David Kaplan from the Cap J Hood Show on ESPN 1000 and NBC Sports Chicago. Now get ready to listen and watch the Bulls 101 with Chris and Laro. Take that, Sparkles. What's up, guys? This is Chris Amundsen here with Laro Golden. Welcome to Bulls 101. On the Saturday evening, we had a really interesting week for the Bulls. They had really compelling and great victories over the Nets and the Mavericks. And then last night, they had a blowout loss against the Warriors. Obviously, they were miss- missing Nikola Vucevic, and we saw how much that affected them. But um, an interesting week for sure, and we're going to dive into some film tonight. So, Lara, how you doing? Uh, how was your week, and how do you enjoy the games? Oh, man. Uh, the games have definitely been, uh, you know, before the Warriors game, they've, they've been fun. Uh, obviously, ups and downs. Uh, but the, the the Warriors game was, um, man, was it, 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 was, it was a punch in the face of, like, some realism in terms of like what this team uh, needs to work on. Um, And also how this team, um, or I should say how important uh, a certain someone is uh, to the offense of this team Um, and how, you know, 
you know, Vooch makes this thing go on offense. You know what I mean? So, uh, but I mean, you know, it's a learning experience, you know, for these guys, it's first uh, real first game without like having Vooch. So, you know, um, they just got to figure out what, how they're going to play the game now. You know, what, what, what different actions are they going to run now? You know, maybe you can't run those dribble, dribble handoffs and things like that with Tony Bradley and, you know, whoever else you're going to have out there. Maybe you have to generate offense differently, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of um, eager to see how they go about things going forward. Yeah. Um, even though Vooch has had a lot of offensive struggles to start the year, as we've witnessed, he is so integral to the way that they run offense and the way that they run their defense. And I thought going into the game against Golden State that this was a prime candidate for us to get blown out because, number one, the Warriors were 10-1. and one. They have the best point differential in the league right now. They were at like 13.7 uh, when we entered the game. They're at home in Golden State. Bulls haven't won a game in Golden State since 2015. And they were going to have to redesign their offense and defense on the fly because they basically found out that Vucevic wasn't going to be with the team as they were boarding the plane, basically. Like he, he ended up not making the trip, but it was like within hours of, of them leaving, uh, being scheduled to leave for, for um, California. So I was hoping it would be a little bit more competitive, and I, th- I thought it was in the first half. I thought, I thought they did a pretty good job of containing Curry in the first half. Um, but once Steph gets going, I mean, it honestly feels like someone just enters a, a cheat code in the system whenever Steph uh, starts going off like that. And it's like, there's, there's just not much you can do. And with all those factors weighing against the Bulls, I just thought this is going to be a really tough game for them to, to, to win in the last those four quarters. And, and we saw, obviously, 26-point loss and... Um, just some disappointing, some disappointing play from Zach, you know, kind of reverting to some of the, I don't know how, how you want to call it, but some of the, the issues that he's had in crunch time kind of showed up when the team started getting down big, he tried to put it all on his shoulders. And we've seen in the past where he's tried to do that and it's had very mixed results and, and he ended up with zero assists and seven turnovers in that game. And then Lonzo and DeMar just were cold all night. So that combination was like, <laughs> good game, man. Good game. Let's let's chalk, chalk this one up as a as a as an L and move on to the next one. Yeah, man. I I you know it it's tough, man, because the teams are going to and I, not every team has a Gary Payton, you know, the second that they can just literally play a box in one and just say, hey. GP or, or AKA the mitten, you know, go, go, go handle, you know, go, go do the best you can on Zach. Don't worry about anything else except for him. You know, I don't think there's many teams that have a guy like that, you know, that can just hound and, and stay with it, stay with Zach. And uh, which again, I don't think they did enough to, to, to help Zach free up a bit more. I, I, I don't think they ran, they should have ran Gary Payton through a lot of screens. Like, I mean, Zach is, this other thing, they treat Zach like he's just not one of the most conditioned, um, athletic, just endurance-wise. Like they treat him like he's just some regular Joe Schmo. This dude is in great shape. Like use him, run him around. Like I just don't think they did enough with freeing up Zach. And also, um, I just again, it's like I said, 
first game without Vooch. Got to figure it out. And hopefully they look at film and they, they try some different things. But, um, yeah, you're right, man. Towards the end of the game, um, I felt like Zach at the beginning of the game, even maybe in the middle of the game, uh, was playing the game the right way, trying to trying to move the ball, make the extra pass. You know, okay, if they're going to play me this way, all right, play four on four basketball over there, and I'll, I'll just keep GP away. You know, but uh, it it's just it's tough, man. Because yes, he had a couple bad. You know, he had seven turnovers, but I felt like I felt like there were a couple that I, he had the right idea, it just didn't match up. But like. I feel I just try to sometimes I try again, you know, never gonna touch the NBA. Never, never touch the NBA floor. Won't ever do that. But I kind of feel like, you know, play a rec ball, right? You you got a team and you know, guys aren't making shots. Guys, guys are don't have the same ability you have, but you for some reason uh just not putting up shots. And at some point, you're just gonna be like, man, dude, like, I gotta try. I gotta try. I can't just sit back and and let let this stuff happen. And that's that's the snowball. That that's when it happens. It just you know goes on where you know you see Zach you know doing you know doing some things that you're like I get it. You 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 feel like you can get this bucket, but at the same time, this is a damn good defensive team. So they're gonna they're they're forcing. In so many words, it's like okay, Zach, if you're gonna try this. You're gonna turn the ball over. You know we're giving you that pass. We're giving you that. You know if you're not gonna make it, fine. But you you just not gonna do what you want to do. And and when you have a guy like Draymond Green. I mean, he is like I understand people bag on him because he kicks people in the, the nuts, and you know he, he he's the he's the wild dude, you know what I mean in terms of energy. But like Draymond plays the game, so, he's just so such a a smart basketball player and great passer. Great, he's just. It's so fun watching them, and obviously my rooting interest is with the Bulls, and you want the Bulls to play well. But like, if you watch the game again, and you just say, you know what, I know what the I know what the end result is with the Bulls. I'm just gonna take my mind out of that, you know, for a second, and just watch Draymond. Like he's just, man, like, wow, man, like Draymond's fun to watch, man. He just does things the right way. Yeah, no, he is, he is, and. I mean, Steph and Draymond together are, are one of the greatest shows on earth. Um, I personally don't enjoy watching <laughs> Curry light us up, <laughs> but I know a lot of people do in general. Watch uh, like watching Curry step it up. I I like when they I like it when it's competitive and when the result isn't inevitable. And last night felt like it was only a matter of time before Steph realized that the Bulls weren't going to do anything <laughs> and. And he did, and and he, he made it happen. So, um, but it just counts. You know, it's one one L. That's just one L. So we're eight and four, and we got a chance against the Clippers tomorrow, and then the Lakers on Monday. Both of whom have been struggling a lot. Although the Clippers, I feel like, have kind of uh, turned on the Jets more recently. And and I mean, Paul George is playing like an MVP candidate. So looking forward to seeing how they how they do with those games. But they don't have anybody with the type of offensive talent. Uh, that that Golden State has. I mean, Steph. After watching that game, I was like, "All right, the Warriors are going to be in the finals, and Steph's going to win the MVP." If he plays anything like that the rest of the year, and they play anything like they've been playing, and they get Clay back, like it's it's a it's a wrap in the West. But um, 
Let's 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 talk about the the two previous games though, where I thought we saw a lot of positive things. So I I know this this game was tough. The Golden State game was tough to see Zach kind of revert uh, back to some bad habits. But overall, this year I think he's been really really excellent at making good decisions with the ball. His turnovers are down. Um, he's still averaging very close to what he was averaging last year with a lot more help, and you can see that he hasn't been having to. Um, to turn on the Jets as much or to, or to put the team on his back like he has in years past. So I think that's going to be good for him. And this experience with Golden State is going to be a learning experience for him to say, hey, listen, you even when you get in these situations like this and you're going to be in that situation again sometime this year where the team's going to be missing shots and you're going to want to put it all on your back, that's not the way to win that game. And, uh, and so he's going to have to – he's just going to have to – to keep learning and growing. I mean, he's, he's an amazing player. He works so hard. I have no doubt that he's going to continue to get better. He's only 20. He just turned 26. So um, no issues with Zach. I mean, it, it stinks that that happened, but he's, you know, he's going to have to move on. And this team is still a really, really good team. I just think Golden State's on another level right now. And without Vooch, I, I didn't think we had uh, much of a shot. So we'll see. But let, let's talk about the Nets game, which took place, was it Monday? I think it was Monday. I think that was a really, really solid win. They had a huge, huge blowout in the fourth quarter. It was like similar to what they did to the Celtics in the point differential in the fourth quarter. I think it was like 40 to 19 or something. Um, Kevin Durant looked like an MVP as well. I mean, Kevin Durant's Kevin Durant. But I thought the Bulls just really, really took it to the Nets and – just played a really solid game, and then I, I thought they they did the same in Dallas or, or against Dallas. I thought they had a re- two really really nice games against two quality opponents. I know Dallas is people have been saying they're kind of a mirage. They're not really like they were seven and three, but they they're like their point differential suggests they should be a couple wins less than that. Um, but it's Luca, man, it's Luca. So, uh, what did you think about those two victories? Oh, I can't hear you. So I'm um, my bad. There we go. <laughs> uh, so uh, for the Dallas game, I thought for the most part uh, they did really well on Luca um, um, guarding him. I think he went six for eighteen or something, something like that. I, I uh, wasn't the best shooting game for him, uh, but I thought they I did really like- good. What's that? Luke, I feel like Luca always. Every time I look at Luca's stat line, it's always six of nineteen. But he's still got like 25, 10, and 8 or something. But it's always like he always has some terrible percentage when he's actually he, shooting. Yeah. Um, man, the Dallas game was fun. Um, which one did you want to do? Did you want to did you want to do Dallas or did you want to talk about the Nets first? Uh let's let's talk about the Nets first. Okay. I, I thought that was a really a statement victory. Yes. Um, because um, you know, they they had other than Kyrie being out, yeah, you know, they were there at full strength, and, and I thought. I thought Caruso made Harden's life miserable. <laughs> <After> that <laughs> game, he was on him. Um, and you're really happy. I, I just feel like uh, the the Nets game uh, was, like you said, just kind of like uh, they had they beat the Jazz. Um, but like I felt like the Nets game was like letting people know, like yeah, the, we beat the Jazz, but that wasn't a a one time thing. Like we're we're here, you know. So we're gonna let. KD and Harden uh, and, and this Nets team know that we're going to be a contender in the East. Um, and they played, I mean, 
played some good basketball. Obviously, Kevin Durant made some Kevin Durant plays. Thirty-eight um, points. He was yeah. thirty-eight points, eleven yeah. rebounds on only twenty-four shots. He was like, he was that's, that's Kevin. Durant. That's just so crazy. Kevin Durant has been that way his whole career. Like he doesn't yep. need that many shots to to just drop thirty plus on you, and it's crazy. Um, but like defensively, and and one of the things too, like you know, watching both those games back, you know, before we got to the Warriors, like once again, like we said at the top of the show, just. Vooch, man. Like, yes, he's had some tough shooting uh, early in this season. Uh, but, like, just what he does offensively and also even defensively. Um, like, the dude – I feel like it's a – obviously, I hope Vooch is totally fine. Like, I hope he's not, you know, going through anything. But, like, if you really just watch Vooch and, and – some people, I think I saw on Twitter, like, you know, just a bunch of trashing Vooch, you know what I mean? And it's just like, guys, like, this dude, Vooch, means so much to this team. Like, so much to this team. And you may not think he's a great defender, which, you know, he's not. But he is not horrible. And he's all, he, he, like, he does his best. Uh, for the most part, he's going to be de deterring shots, keyword deterring. Um, but, like, you'd rather have that than somebody is just going to let things happen, whatever, however it's going to happen in the paint, you know? So, um, but yeah, man, the next game was, it was fun. So uh, I did have, I did have a few clips. Um, uh, let me see which one we could go with here. Uh, let me give the clip ready first. And also uh, Ed, Ed Sheeran says, uh, he likes to match up with the Nets in a playoff series. Besides the fact that KD might score 40, might average 40 <laughs> when the series on his own. But I do think we match up fairly well with, you know, with Harden and Durant. Um, with, I mean, no one can guard Durant. He's just going right. to shoot over you no matter what. But I think Lonzo and Caruso are probably two of the best options you could have uh, for the Bulls to, to guard those guys with. Um, you know, so I, I think I'm telling you, people, people have said that they don't think the Bulls have a, a, a like a a team that can work well in the playoffs and i i just completely disagree with that i mean i know i know that the reason people say that is because of the defensive limitations of vucevic yeah of Lon uh, and of of zach and demar and i get that i get that but you've seen how they put it together on defense and i think offensively they're gonna have to guard all three of those guys and all three of demar zach and vooch are extremely good half court, get you a bucket type players. Those it's going to be a really tough squad, I think, if and when the Bulls make the playoffs. I think, I mean, if they're all healthy, it's it's going to be. I think they have a good shot against almost anyone in the East, outside of, I don't know, the Bucks. I don't I, like. I think the Bucks are going to be our hardest because I don't think we have anyone that can guard Giannis. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I, I think we've got the horses to, to have a really great playoff squad. We'll see. We'll see. It's a long ways away. Obviously, we're only twelve games in the season, um, but you know the, the Bulls have impressed me. So uh, you said you got some clips. Yes, yeah. sir. I, I Nippy, just you're right. To, you're I right. Just to, yeah. Which is it? I was just saying that Nippy was saying that the offense relies on boots and muds. Yeah, completely, hundred percent. So, um, but. Uh... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. B about the playoff uh, comment. Um, like, my whole deal is, uh, yes, 
defensively, there there are some questions. Like I like you you can't just off the bat just like oh they don't know what they're talking about. If they're worrying about defense. Like no, like that's that's a question in in a defensive in a, in a playoff series when teams have the ability to um, game plan. You know, like how are the Bulls going to react? And and there's nothing, there's totally nothing wrong with like thinking that. But at the same time, if you think about it offensively, um, like if you just look at like the, the Nuggets, right? So half court is it's more of a half court game in the def, in, uh, in the playoffs, and like to be to be able to have, to have a, a versatile big like 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 Vooch that can play up top, but also you can throw the ball to him on the block. And if you if you remember like the the Nuggets where they would have. Uh, Jokic on the block, on the whichever block, but Jamal Murray would be at the top of the key, like right next to him, because you, it's almost like pick your poison. Are you gonna dig? Are you gonna dig off of Jamal Murray, or are you gonna let Jokic go one on one? And if you dig off of Jamal Murray, it's an easy pass to Jamal Murray for an open three ball. And picture Zach in that situation. You're not leaving Zach, right? And so defense, you got to scheme up. You know, okay, where are we gonna send the double from? And that's where Vooch comes into play even more because he's one of the better passer, passers out of the post that there is in the game right now. And so, like, I get it defensively, but offensively, like, I think people forget, too, you got to guard you got to guard us, too. You got to guard the Bulls, too. Like, you got to stop the Bulls from scoring as well. So um, I, I, I can't wait for that. And, I, again, I hope that it gets there, uh, but I'm, I'm not going to try to get too uh, ahead of myself. Yeah. Um, but what Lero. do you want to go – What's up? Well, uh, I want you to kind of keep this question from Luis in mind as you go through these clips and maybe you can answer it up front. But how do you feel about what Billy Donovan has done in his not only in setting up in his schemes to, to, you know, his game planning for the actual games, but making adjustments in the game? What have you seen as you've gone through the film um, from, from Donovan? So uh, with Billy... Honestly, defensively, I'm, I'm, I, I really like it. Um, I, I think Billy does a good job of, especially when with the Vooch, because he like he just somehow like created this master plan. And again, shout out Chip Jones, man, Chip Jones NBA on on, uh, on Twitter. But like he he painted the picture really well. Um, but like he just does a really he did a really good job of of, of basically having Vooch play higher in the drop. You know, sometimes he's he's not he's not really been deep drop at all this season. But if if he's going to be the, the deepest he's been, it's like maybe like closer to that uh, free throw line, which is free, which is um, some people call the aggressive drop. Um, and he, sometimes even higher. Sometimes he's hedging. Um, but that just also just puts a lot of pressure on the backside. But again, like this team is filled with athletic wings with long wingspans so they're able to you know you know get in passing lanes they're able to you know stunt and get back they're able to get over to to show at the rim um and i mean it's it's been fun um i thought uh billy did a good job uh well the best he could in the warriors game um when he (laughs) Uh, I think they came out. Uh, the Warriors came out of a timeout in the second or first quarter. I can't remember, um, but you could see the Bulls are up, and you could see that the Warriors are like, oh, you know what? All right, we're gonna go at Demar. We're, we're we're gonna we're gonna that's how we're gonna get our offense going. We're gonna go at Demar, force rotations, and find shooters. And you could tell, like he called a timeout like right away as soon as, as soon as that first play happened. 
yep. called it right away. He got D, uh, DJJ in there. Um, so he does he does a good job of like noticing when things need to, to be fixed. Um, and he does it really well. Um, but offensively, again, like there are some things I'll, I'll, I'll show in clips. But offensively, I just wish they would do a little bit more. Um, I mean, again, like people that are in the chat, people that are going to listen, like just just watch the way the Warriors offense goes like so much movement. Yeah. I mean, it's it's obviously they're the top of the, the cream of the crop. You know what I mean? But like like you would want your offense to look a bit more like that, where it's not just pounding the rock, pounding the rock. It's, you know, move the ball, cut, move the ball, cut. And when you have a smart player like Draymond that you can just sit at the top of the key or even on the low block that can make the passes, that makes it so much better. And I think we have a guy that can can do that in Vooch. So um, I wish he would just do that a bit more, but yeah. you never know, you know, what they're what they're doing. Yeah. And now, obviously, some of that has to do with the fact that Seth Curry is probably the most difficult person to guard in the league. Um, I mean, I think so. I, I don't think there's anyone that that commands the respect and the terror that <laughs> Steph Curry anywhere outside of the three point line commands, right? And he's also an extremely good finisher at the rim. Like he uses his space to his advantage so well, and he can get his shot off at any time. And so, I think Steve Kerr's done an excellent job in the war, you know, of setting the Warriors up to maximize that terror, right? <laughs> to maximize the fear of a Steph Curry pull up three. Yep. And you're right. I mean, he does that. Now, we don't have anybody on the team that just strikes fear into the heart of every opponent. But, you know, on the right night, Zach and Vooch and DeMar can all light light those dudes up. And I, I do agree with you. They need to be a little bit more creative. You saw what the Warriors were doing defensively last night, and they did they did throw a box and one against yep. Zach. So the box and one is you, you have your four defenders in a box, like formation. Uh, kind of in, in in that zone, and then you have one guy, and it was Gary Payton, uh, the second, um, who's just guarding man to man with Zach, and that's something I think the Raptors. I want to say the Raptors did that in the finals against Steph after KD and um, KD and Clay went down because they they said we're going to make Steph beat us one on one, and we're gonna we're gonna you know we're just gonna do a box and one, and it, it worked out to their. Uh, very effectively. And they were throwing some zone out there. They were doing some different things. Um, yeah. And you saw the box and one versus Zach was very, very effective. So I think that's going to be interesting to see how Donovan, now they may not see that again, right? With Vooch out, you may, you may see it a little bit more if, if Vooch is out uh, because now they've got less offensive options to go to. So yeah. One I, thing yeah, I would have done, um, and this may say, this may seem off the wall, but one thing I would have done that game was you said a 26 point loss, it was right. Yep, um, I probably would have threw Marco out there. I, I, I would have, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to see how he would have played just, just, just at the end, just to you know, game to, game's over, um, just run some different things through him and see how comfortable he is. You know, hey, we saw um, some Tyler Cook, yeah, and, and, hey. Tyler Cook had a nice dunk, man. He had a nice dunk, yeah. you know. But, I mean, getting like, over, but it's <laughs> exactly. And um, I think where the Bulls needed Vooch the most uh, was that short roll situation uh, when in offense where they yes. throw that double at Demar or throw that double at Zach. 
you know, they got it to Alizé. Alizé was slow on his reads, you know. And the hands, man. Yeah. The hands were a little sloppy. Man. And he had a couple putbacks that he should have made that, that yep. you know, that would have helped a bit in, in certain – like, I felt like he had some good rebounds and his misses led to, you know, them getting out. And, and I felt like, man, we just – you got to make your bunnies. You got to make your bunnies. But – um, Yeah. Oh, and I, I want to say one thing about that. Al, so Alizé Johnson and Tony Bradley had to step in in Vooch's absence. Yeah. Neither of them command the type of offensive no. respect, the, the type of defensive respect that the Warriors should have should, would have given Vooch. So I can't I can't sit here and blame Tony and Alizé for that game. Like they did the best that they could, but their limitations showed. Right. Like yeah. Tony Bradley, he just doesn't have the passing chops that Vooch has. He just doesn't have that, and he doesn't command the respect to take advantage of it and create space, right? One of the reasons that Vooch can make good passes is because the defender can't sl- can't slouch off of him, you know, because he commands that respect. He's He's got that that mid-range, that baseline game, that, that back-to-the-basket game that Tony and Alizé just don't have. And so some of, some of that, some of Vooch's – I mean, he's a great passer, but some of that passing – acumen is there and those that and those passes are there because of the gravity that Vooch has and so Tony Bradley just doesn't have that type of gravity and so you have to you know running dribble handoffs with Tony Bradley isn't going to be as effective as it would with Vooch or or that short roll it's just not going to work the same and so I, I agree with you with with Marco it would have been fun to kind of see him in that role for a minute just to see what it looked like because I mean, the scouting—they're not doing a scouting report on Marcus Simonovich. You know, they're not. But yeah, he can shoot a little bit. He's—he's got some—he's got some—he's got some skills offensively. He can handle the ball up, put on the floor. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, nothing against Alize and, and Tony. Like they did their best. Oh, yeah. Actually, I thought Tony in the first half actually did really, really well in his stints. But you could just tell that the offense was just was just—I don't know—it was like groaning. <laughs> it was just groaning by. You know. I just the I guess the real reason why I wanted to see him is I felt like coming into the season you didn't know how I mean obviously you knew the the uh, Zach and and, and um, Vooch uh, pick and roll was going to be heavy um, you knew Demar and and, and uh, Vooch two man pick and roll was going to be heavy um, but in terms of like scheme and what they wanted to do on the defensive end you know tempo you didn't know how they were going to go about it because people thought. You know, how can they go fast if they got Vooch on the floor? You know, so um, I didn't think, you know, Marco coming into, you know, any any anywhere close to the team at the time. Uh, but with these injuries, Pat Williams, going, like, oh, my God, Pat Williams, that small ball five. Anyway, um, but <laughs> I'm not going to give myself that. But, uh, you know, but with all these injuries and it would be nice to kind of see Marco because I, I think he would – one of his strengths is being faster than the other big being fat. Like he's, he's, he runs hard. He runs fast. Um, He's also like, like, again, like I saw in some clips um, when he was playing in the uh, Adriatic league, like he was able to make reads. Like I think he's a smart passer, but again, the game is fast. It's, it's a different speed, but that's why I would like to have seen, um, him play and he has like you said he has that pick and pop ability he, he you know so um yeah. just to, like i said nobody's saying this dude is gonna be you know he's gonna take over Vooch's spot uh, no but like you gotta find some versatility 
because the guys that came in, you know, after Tony Bradley, and even when Tony Bradley was out there, you know, but like the guys that came in after Tony, it was kind of, you know, it's tough, man. Um, so you yeah. need it. You need a big that 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 can. Um, okay, that dude. I've seen him play before. He can shoot the ball a little bit. You know, we might have to show our hand a little bit. Just 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 be able to space the floor a little bit more for the offense. And I think he can do that. But there's, I mean, I kind of feel like he's he's at the end of the bench. But like, if you brought him up and the game was out of hand, why not throw him out there and let's see what he can do? Yeah, just just to see. Yeah. Um, and, and I know you're about to show some film here. I just want to make a small comment about Lonzo Ball. Yeah. One of the reasons I love Lonzo Ball's fit with the Bulls is because he is not going to be relied on as a consistent scorer on a nightly basis. He doesn't have to. And because he's a shooter and he and most of his offense comes beyond the three-point line, there's going to be a lot of shooting variance. So like against the Mavericks, he made seven what is it? he was seven to ten from three, and I he was really like seven to nine. And he took like this one heave at the end of the quarter or something, but he had a great shooting night. And then last night he had a terrible shooting night. And you notice whenever he gets inside the three point line and he takes a little jumper, it just I don't know about you, but every time he takes a three, I think it's going in, and every time he takes a two, I think it's you know, someone get the rebound is what I'm thinking. And I I don't want people to think that we. I don't know. The reason we the reason we like Lonzo and the reason he fits so well in this team is because we don't have to rely on his scoring. He does so much so much more stuff for this team rather than scoring. The scoring is more of a perk than a necessity. But with Vooch out, he becomes that third scorer, right? He becomes the guy that you rely on to do that scoring. And that's really tough. That's really tough to rely on just three-point shots as a consistent scorer. The, the best scorers in the league have multiple ways that they can score. And Lonzo right now, his mid-range game just hasn't been effective yet this year. Maybe it will. Um, he's never get, been a guy that gets to the rim a lot. So he doesn't have – and he doesn't take a lot of free throws. So he doesn't have an easy way to get himself going when his shot's not falling. And so that's going to be something to look look at with Lonzo. If he gets off to hot starts versus not, I mean, we're going to have to find some scoring somewhere else. And that's why Vooch is the biggest loss of the season like you cannot this team relies on Vucevic so much whether he's scoring or not he is so important to the offense so important to the defense and so important to to help other guys get going so anyways that's all I wanted to say about Lonzo but I know some people were like man like Lonzo did this or Lonzo you know had a tough shoe night he needs to be better I don't think we should be thinking about Lonzo that way uh that's not why Lonzo is here Right, you know, and he he doesn't have he doesn't have in his bag right now easy ways to get him going if he's no. having a tough shooting night. He just doesn't have it right now, and so that's not something I think we should be relying upon. So, all right, anyways, let's let's get to some film. I know we I I said we weren't going to talk as much about the Warriors game, and it, even on Twitter, I was like, I'm going to pretend this game doesn't exist. <laughs> um, but it it did show exactly why Vooch is so important to this team. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, let's let's talk about let's talk about the Nets game. <laughs> let me, I, just let me real quick, though, real oh, quick, yeah. just just okay. to add to it, um, I I just feel, <laughs> you know, that's okay. We can move on to it because that'll no, open no, a whole new Pandora's box. Of, <laughs> you know, <laughs> more conversation about that game. Um, but uh, let's see here. Let's get to let's get to the Nets here. Uh, so the first one, I kind of wanted to talk about Vooch in the short roll. Um. Let's see here. 
Let's see. Am I pulled up here? Yep. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So very early in the game, but like just a good example of like what Vooch adds to this team, what would have helped in the Warriors game. Anyway, so um, here we go. So we got uh, Zach who passed the ball up to DeMar on the left wing. Uh, DeMar tries to attack KD um, by driving down the left side of the floor here. Um, obviously, KD is a pretty good defender for you know who he is as an offensive player. Um, DeMar gets it out to Vooch. Vooch quickly swings it uh, to Zach to set a, a ball screen. Zach comes off. The ball immediately – that's one thing. Like, Zach is very predictable passer. But yes, you when, know, you, every single time when you, when you have anybody but Vooch, <laughs> <laughs> when you have a big like, like Blake, who's not, you know, yeah, you know, that, that's gonna be you know, it's gonna be there, but that ball is right on time. He gets it there to him. Uh, Blake is like, if you just rewind it back here, like you just the, where the pass is, and Blake's feet look, I mean, look what his, his feet are just, yeah. In cement, that's, so yeah, that's not. That's Vooch not, catches yeah. the ball; he's out of position. James Harden has to be there for help, and that—that's that right there is why you miss Vooch, because if you're not in the right position, uh, you're big. That is, and, and they are playing drop here. If he's not going to be in the right position, dropping back, staying at the same depth as as Vooch on the roll, then he's going to have to. There's going to have to be help because Vooch is one of the best role men in the game. So if you don't help, he's going to give you a basket. So if you do help, Vooch is very good at finding where the open spot is and the open shooter is. And that's what he does. He finds Javante Green in the corner, who is actually, uh, you know, when he shoots from the corner, when Javante shoots from the corner, I'm okay with that. You know, I, I feel I, sometimes I feel like, you know, I, I don't know, like anywhere above the break, I don't want him shooting that. But in the yeah. corner, I feel like he's made a good bit. Uh, like 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 he he was taking a bunch of above the break threes against the Warriors. I'm like, this ain't it, brother. <laughs> this ain't it. This is not because you got him shoot. I, I think I tweeted it. I was like, listen, man, you have a shootout between Javante Green and Seth Curry. That's not gonna end well for you. Like, this is not gonna happen. So and nothing against Javante. Like Javante is doing the best he can. I yeah. appreciate him. He's he's doing what he's supposed to do. But that that's on the Bulls. You can't run that type of offense against Steph Curry and and help to come out on top. You can't no. be running above the break, Javante three. It's like keep, yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's been pretty good in the corners, and even that's actually something I've noticed is our our quote unquote bad shooters, uh, like you know from three, Demar, Javante, yeah. uh, DJJ, Troy Brown Jr. They're all fairly good in the corners. So if you can keep yeah. them in that corner spot, those, those I think that's pretty good offense for the most part. But above the break threes, I only want Zach and Vooch and Lonzo and Cruz to take us. Yeah. And the other thing too, like for the viewers, it just look how quick that passes. Like it, like if you know, if you remember back at the Warriors game, um, <laughs> how slow the, the road man would read the floor, right? And when they would know where the pass was, it'd be too late. They'd be back where they needed to be in order to to take that passing lane, the passing window away, right? But as soon as Vooch catches this, I mean, it's like literally, you know, it's quick. He gets it right out of his hands and straight yeah. to the corner. Boom, quick. Like, oh, it, it, yes. it's it's quick. You know what I mean? And and even Javante, um, if you can give him the ball with a closeout, he has a good enough handle, to, you know, to yep. get by a closeout, you know? Yeah, he's so, athletic. He can get that first step. He can he can make his way to the rim ex- uh, yep. on the baseline. And then you can either dunk it or you can find someone on the on the weak side. 
Yeah, he's been pretty good at that this year. I think he's done done a great job at that. He knows his role. He knows his role. Um, so another one. I, I will stay on the Vooch side here. Uh, so Lonzo brings the ball up, swings it to Zach, who comes off a pin down. Lonzo's getting ready to come off a, a what we call a, a hawk cut, hawk screen um, on the right side of the floor. Comes off. <clears throat> Lonzo is emptying out to the left side corner. You're getting the lift here from Javante Green. Um, you're going to get a lift from Demar as well. And Zach's going to come off this step up here from from uh, the step up ball screen from Vooch here. Uh, oh, whoa! I'm thinking about the wrong player. My bad. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he. I think what what did he get tipped away? I can't remember this. Uh, I did so many clips just a little bit. Let me see. Oh yeah, so picks it. Oh, this is amazing. This is really this is a really interesting play because it looks like Zach's gonna or Vooch is gonna come set a screen. Yes. And instead, he 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 just uh, Zach passes in the ball and he just dives right to the basket instead of setting that screen. It's like almost like a yeah. ghost screen, but you get the pass as you're setting the ghost screen. Exactly. It looks like just slips it. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So Bruce Brown knocks it away. Bruce Brown, and that's the other thing too. Uh, I think Zach, that that thumb may, might be hurting him a bit more than you know, because he, if you reach in, like I think teams are doing that. Like I don't remember a lot of teams like really reaching in on Zach like this. Like I feel like it's in the scouting report. Like, hey, he's gonna play through this thumb. If you can get the hand on the ball, like try try your best because like in the Warriors game. I think Gary Payton got him a couple times with just reaching in. I think he's just really trying to protect that thumb. Um, but yeah, he loses it. But this is the this, the the part about Vooch that I love here is you know the the dude is like not known defensively uh, at all. He's not known for his like foot speed on defense, but on offense, right? Like he's very good at attacking closeouts. This is not a closeout here, but like it's kind of similar where he can actually put the ball on the deck. And, and attack the paint, get a paint touch, and able to find the shooter. And, and like, like that, we missed that. Like this, this yeah. is very good stuff by Vooch. We're turning, what do they say? Uh, turning chicken shit into chicken salad or something like that. Is that what it is? <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Like, uh, <laughs> like this is what Vooch can do for you. You can come off draw help. I mean, look at that. James steps over, and then even KD comes over because this is a mismatch. And finds the shooter in Demar. Demar gets in where he wants to get there. Bucket, and and yep. that's the he cre helps create easy offense. Like and and by doing that, like what I mean by that is is like what what you want to do as an offense, right? Is that obviously at the point of attack, you want a good defender uh, for the opposing team for the uh, Bulls going against the team. Like you want a good point of attack defender that can stop the point. You know what they want to do first, right? But offensively you're trying to beat that and also get uh, bend a defense and by bending a defense basically that means like you're uh, uh drawing help cre uh, getting some attention to a star player like zach levine or or vooch and making a team have to compress and then getting that ball out and creating uh, advantages right you create an advantage when a player is coming out to close out to get a hand up for a three-point shot that's a tough position there's not many players that can close out controlled and be able to move their feet and slide their feet and stay in front. So most of the time, if you can create a closeout, mo you know, basketball player, like um, you would hope, uh, like guys like Javante Green, Lonzo, um, Caruso, they're able to beat guys off a closeout and either draw help or get to the basket and finish. 
And that's what Vooch does. He creates those opportunities, which just like what he did here, he, he gets into the paint, gets a paint touch, kicks it to DeMar, and now you get a closeout. Oh, well, nobody wanted to, but <laughs> but usually you would get a closeout there, um, and DeMar gets to a spot, and he knocks it down. So, I mean, that that's just simple stuff, but, like, what you miss when you, have, when you don't have Vooch. Yeah, you just see how fast he is, that reaction time. I mean, as soon as KD takes that first step, He's he's right to the basket. I mean, he's right to the pass. I mean, he just immediately doesn't think about it. He just knows he's such a smart player. Vooch is such a good player. Um, That's why I was really, really worried about that that Warriors game. I I can't stop talking about that dumb game. But um, Dude, you know what it is, man? It's, It's like before that game, you know, We didn't get smacked like that. You know what I mean? So it, it's no. and and it's just a wake up call. You know what I mean? It's a wake up. It's a wake up call. Wake up game. Um, you know, it. It's one of those things. Like, oh, oh, woo. Okay, let's see how this team responds. Yeah, hold on. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. It. It's a game that needed to happen. Oh yeah. Um, it's. I. I wish that Vooch could have been there, <laughs> but maybe. But I think Billy Donovan even said it in his presser. He he thinks it's going to be helpful to the Bulls in the long run to learn how to play without Vooch. Yeah. Um, just in general, right? It's so. you're not you're not going to be able to play a box in one uh, when Vooch is there. You going you going yeah okay. Well, put Draymond on on, on Vooch, fine. But uh, he's going to have to get some help at some point, and Vooch is going to find the shooter. But so so like if you don't have Vooch, a guy like that, you can play box in one. You know, because you're not worried about Demar as a three point shooter. So you yeah. just sit in drive lanes, right? And and they played it really well. I mean, that the Warriors played a very, very good, uh, sound defense. Um, man, it was tough. But anyway, so back to the Nets game. Uh, so me and Chris and uh, others on, on Twitter have talked about what we want Lonzo to do more often in, in half-court offense, in half-court offense. I want to say it again, half-court offense, because I think people, you know, think, oh, well, he's going to handle the ball sometimes. Like, yeah, of course. Like, in this clip, he's handling the ball. There's nothing wrong with that. But, like, in terms of, like, running pick and rolls after pick and roll after pick and roll, it's just not something that I, in my opinion, I don't I don't want to see Lonzo do as, you know, as much, uh, as as little as possible um, is, is what I would like. Uh, but I think in this clip shows kind of, like, what we want to see from Lonzo more often, this guy here, DeMar DeRozan, I, I I can't wait. Like, I feel like he needs to be our half court point guard. Like he needs to have the ball in his hands in half court, make Lonzo a more of a floor spacer uh, and, and create more spacing for, for guys and, and more, you know, it's just, I hope that is just an experiment thing. Like I know in our group chat that we've talked that, you know, some guys have talked about, Hey, it's, it's experimenting with Lonzo. But for me, it's like, if the experimenting isn't leading to wins, like I'm, I'm, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, maybe experimenting something else, you know, have them in short roll. I don't know. Have them as a screener more often. Try experimenting something else, you know, I, but I, that, that's just me. That's my opinion. You know, sure. So I don't put anything in anybody else's mouth. Well, and we've we've seen him run some basic actions with with a little Vooch pick and roll where Lonzo will get to the elbow, and then he'll he'll make a short pass to Vooch on the other elbow. 
for, yeah. for an open jumper. Those types of things I think are perfectly fine. Um, but the, I think the reason it works is because Lonzo, Lonzo doesn't get to the rim very often, doesn't draw free throws, doesn't draw fouls very often. And, you know, as, as we've talked about that, that mid range shot, that little pull up that he does around the elbow sometimes hasn't been going in yet this season, not, not a very high clip. So after you, after you get about to the elbow, the defenses aren't going to be respecting Lonzo as much because he's, he's much more known as a long range shooter, which he's very, very good at, right? He, he was up until the last game, he was like 45% from three and he was doing really, really good on both catch and shoot and pull up opportunities, which is something that he's improved on his pull up opportunities his pull-up efficiency has is improved quite a bit um, yeah. this year. So I agree with you, Laro. I think DeMar is so, so effective with the ball in his hands. And on this team, we've got guys like Caruso and Lonzo and Zach and Vooch that can all operate and have gravity on the perimeter. It just makes DeMar's passing and paint penetration that much more effective. So we talked... I, I mentioned earlier about Curry. Now, Curry is a great shooter, and defenses fear the Curry pull-up three. And so you want to maximize – if you're the Warriors, you want to maximize that fear and run all your stuff to to get – to bend the defenses to that kind of action. And so you want to do the same thing with DeMar. If you see that it's it's so effective when DeMar has the ball in his hands because of the fear of him – getting into the mid range and doing what he did to the Celtics going 15 for 20 for 30 something, you know, like he's insane. Yeah. And so you, you want to maximize that as much as possible. when he's on the floor. If you have DeMar sitting in the corner, he's been okay at that corner three. He's taken more than he has in the past, but that's not his game. And if you, and if you're doing that, so you can run some pick and rolls with, with Lonzo and try and get Lonzo a mid range shot or, or, or a drive to the basket. You're you're taking the worst aspects of both of their offense and doing them at the same time. What you want to do, you want to minimize the amount of possessions you have doing that kind of thing. What you want to do is you want Demar with the ball in his hands because that maximizes his strengths. Yep. And you want him kicking out to Lonzo, who's an amazing shooter from from the perimeter. That maximizes his strength as a perimeter shooter, and it also puts Lonzo in position to make passes against an already tilted defense. If you're trying to get Lonzo to be the one that tilts the defense in the first place, that's not maximizing his, his current skill set. And so anyways, I just wanted to expand on what you were saying, but there's, there were too many times in the Philly losses, especially I noticed this where Lonzo was the one with the ball in his hands and he's the shooter. And Caruso was doing the same thing where Lonzo and Caruso were the ones with the ball in their hands trying to break down the defenses, and then they were kicking out when they did find an advantage. They're kicking out to Derek Jones Jr. or DeMar, who are some of our worst shooters. You're like, no, no, no. You want DeMar with the ball in his hands, kicking out to Lonzo, kicking out to Caruso, <laughs> kicking out to Zach. Like, what are you, you – just you, you want to have the proportion of those shots be in the right direction. And they, I think they've done a better job since those Philly games putting – putting them in the right action. So anyways, a, a long preamble to the clip <laughs> you're about to show. I'm yeah, no, I, doing I, that. everything you said, I, I'm right behind it. Um, but yeah, so so this is what I like here, right? So Lonzo, who wanted it here? 
Lonzo comes up the right side of the floor. Um, and it's almost like Vooch said, almost, it's almost like a, like he's just running in the way of Joe Harris just to, you know, yeah. not like a brush, but it's just like, he's just in the way. And he, almost, he's, a, almost a threat of a screen. Right. Exactly. And, um, Lonzo swings his DeMar on the left side, uh, who comes down, sets, uh, uh I'm sorry, dribble handoff to, uh, to Zach. Let me slow it down here. Uh, yeah, so Lonzo swings it over to Demar. Demar handoff with uh with Zach. Zach swings it to the the elbow uh with Vooch who pops up. Zach sets a pin down. Demar splits that. Bends the defense right. So this is exactly what we talked about here. So pin down. Demar, it's it's like a split, but at the same time, I, some people will call that a blade cut as well, uh, which is basically a face cut. Uh, but he actually ends up like back back cutting uh, James here because James thinks he's coming up for a dribble handoff. That's, that's some of the stuff that that yeah. that you can do when teams are like, oh, this team just runs DHOs all the time. You know, they exactly. give you this lull them. You know what I mean? You fake it. You fake it. Well, here it, they're faking it because like, oh, here we go. They're they're going to do a pin down screen to get Zach open yep. on the wing, right? Coming up to get that pass from Vooch. And instead, DeMar splits it and starts and dives to the basket, which yeah. kind of sets the screen. It actually, you know, kind of like just gets in the way of Zach's defender. And so now he's like even, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to get out of that. And so he gets a dive to the basket for free yep. out, out of that action. It's, it just stresses these two, right? Yes. Oh, James, you switching? I'm staying? Like, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? about? And then once they, you know, they haven't talked about this before the game, you know, in real time, they're gonna be like, "Whoa!" It's gonna catch him off guard, right? Uh, and that's what happens. Guard Zach is that KD? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, well, and that's the thing is because they're expecting a pin down screen. KD is planning to go with Zach, and Harden is gonna go with Demar. Yep. But because it because all now all of a sudden it's like Demar is cutting to the basket, and and KD is already like taking steps with Zach. And now, yeah. and as you mentioned, now that there's that confusion that stresses that defense. And now they're like, if they both go towards Zach, then DeMar gets it a free dunk. If they both go towards DeMar, then Zach gets an open three on the, on the wing, yep. you know, or, or sets up something else. And, and so that, I mean, this is the way you should use the gravity of those three players. Yes. Yes. And they, this is actually, I'm, that's you, you reminded me, but this is exactly like before the season, how are they going to make these three guys fit? Like, how, how you know, is that going to be met? Like, this is it. Use them, have it, have them involved, you know, by screening for each other in, in actions. And that's what, this is what you get, right? So when he splits it, James Harden is behind him. So Bruce Brown has to come st uh, step down. And DeMar is so good at just being, you know, he understands and make the next pass, right? Swings it over to Javante, who's in the right corner. Javante waits for Joe Harris to come down, and he swings it to Lonzo, who's going to be wide open for a three-point shot, and he knocks it down like that. That is what you like with Lonzo. That 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 is man, right? It, it, it's that's what you want to see more of with Lonzo being the guy getting the open three rather than Lonzo driving and finding Demar Derozan, like you said, right? Finding right. Demar Derozan, and it's like. Demar has been hitting at a hot clip for his, you know, for him. But like we know, there's a little bit of regression to the mean. Okay, that 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 happens. 
So, uh, you know, rather rather have that flipped and have a possession to end like this. Yeah. Like, that's no, exactly no. which one. Can you go back to when Lonzo gets that pass? Oh, yes. So, yeah, here's your action. DeMar cuts, passes Javante, passes Lonzo. Pause that right here. Now, you, you're using him right now as the finisher of your play. Yep. To take that open three, which is exactly this is. I mean, this is a beautiful play to get Lonzo, who's the best, maybe the best shooter, you know, from three on the team right now, an open three. Yep. Um, but you know, let's say Harris doesn't close out because Javante is not as good of a shooter, and Javante makes that pass, and then you know, Lonzo didn't have that open three. This is the type, but but this is the type of thing you want Lonzo to be able to also take advantage of because yep. if if the defense is is already tilted at this point, right? You've seen they they're now helping the helper, helping the helper. You know, Bruce Brown had to step in as a low man to to, to guard Demar at the rim. He passes out to Javante, then Joe Harris has to sprint to Javante in the corner because that's a corner three. This is where Lonzo is really effective as a ball handler in the half court. This yep. is where Lonzo makes his money as a playmaker. So, not as the initial breakdown. Of the deep, not the person who breaks down the defense initially, but reading reading an already tilted defense and making the right pass. And Vooch is really good at this too. Um, but that's where you want Lonzo to be doing most of his damage, either either as the open shooter or as the guy that can make that next pass to get the best shot to find someone cutting for the rim, cutting to the rim, finding you know Zach on the wing, finding finding Vooch at the top of the key, whatever the pass is. That's where you trust Lonzo to make the right pass because he's so good at finding the right play out of a tilted defense. So yeah. when you talk about Lonzo being a playmaker in the half court, that's the type of situation I would like to see more of where he has the chance to either take the shot himself to finish a, a play that has been made to get him an open three yep. or to get him an, you know, a dunk or whatever whatever the play is or to make that next read yep. and to find an even better shot because Lonzo is one of the best in the league, I think, at doing that at finding at, at, he's so smart. He sees the game steps ahead in that way. And, and I think Caruso has some of the ability, some of that ability too. And, and a lot of the, a lot of the best playmakers in the league, Jokic, Luca, LeBron, they can see that Lonzo has that ability, that cerebral intelligence uh, or whatever you want to call it, that, that feel for the game. He's got that at a high level. Yeah. The difference between him and guys like Luca and LeBron is those other guys are really good at creating the initial advantage, and that's what makes them so dangerous. Lonzo doesn't have has not developed that ability as much as I think he would like from a point guard. And yeah. that's why I think where there's there's that disconnect when people talk about him as a point guard. That's the limitation that he's that he still has. And he and I don't know if he'll if he'll ever be able to do that or not. I have no idea. But that's why he fits so well on this team, is because we don't need him to do that all the time. We have guys that can create that advantage and are good enough passers to get it to Lonzo to make that extra read. Yeah, I, um, you know, I was talking to um, at Canyon Driver on uh, on on Twitter. He's uh, he covers Mike the Lakers. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Uh, I was talking to him, and you know, and he brought up a great point. And I actually, like the basketball nut I am, I went back and watched. Uh, a couple of UCLA games uh, with Lonzo, and he was like, you know, the, I think some some of the things that that hurt Lonzo is that at UCLA when he was running pick and roll, 
there was movement happening as well. Like there wasn't, it wasn't a set defense guy sitting in the corner, guy sitting at the top of the key. And he, now he's literally the guy, you know, just trying to create things happening at UCLA. Like they already had, maybe there was an exchange happening on the weak side. Maybe there was a back cut happening while the, the pick and roll was going on. So like the, the defense couldn't just focus just on the pick and roll. And I, he said that, that he, he just thought that that is something that fooled a lot of people in terms of like what he could, you know, be out of the pick and roll of the NBA. Um, but, uh, and I thought that was a really cool point. I went back and he was like, totally right, man. Like, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure he did a lot of tape watch because he follows the Lakers. So, um, you know, it makes a lot of sense that he knew that. And that was a really cool point um, about that. And I just thought I wanted, I just wanted to bring that up. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people talk about UC, his UCLA days as like the poster, the, you know, the example of, Hey, like look, Lonzo can do these things. Look at his UCLA tape. Yeah. As, as you mentioned, they're, they're running stuff off ball to get the defense tilted, to help Lonzo, Right to, to help Lonzo attack a, a defense that is scrambling for some because of off ball actions because yep. Lonzo has the ability to make that right pass. So, you know, I, I know this has been for some reason like a really big sticking point with um, with some, with certain people that that really enjoy Lonzo's game and think that he is you know this this amazing half court creator. I think he I think he is an amazing half court creator in certain situations, but I, I think those situations are uh, something that this team can put him in more than yeah. any other team that he's been with so far. So that's that's why I think he fits really well, but I don't see him being the guy running a high pick and roll and dive into the basket, find an open man, because he just doesn't have that type of gravity uh, as, as the ball handler getting into the paint. He just doesn't have that kind of gravity in the paint. And he doesn't have the finishing or pull up or, or, you know, floater, mid-range, any of that ability right now at, yeah. at a high enough rate to get the respect from defenses you need to get those defenses tilted um, to make that open pass. So, anyways, that's what he has to add. And you said yep. he has to add that 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 floater or runner. He has to add something because I, I don't think he'll. He's young, so maybe Zell Valentine's number. He can get that floater game going. <laughs> Hey, maybe you can hit up uh, uh, Bad Young, get that little flip, that little flip Ooh. shot. You know what I mean? I love but, <laughs> but yeah, man. Bad Young needs more minutes in San Antonio. Come on. Oh, man. Come on now. <sighs> we spent um, like we spent an hour on like two clips now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I I swear, every week we do this, Laro. Every week I'm like, I don't know if we're going to have enough clips to take up enough time. And sure enough, an hour goes by and we've used one clip, two <laughs> clips. What are we doing here? All right, let's 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 move through. This a so um, we got Demar coming up on the left side of the floor. Um, Lonzo comes to the left side, but he swing he kind of swings back over. Uh, let me go back a little bit. So uh, he comes to the left side. He swings back over. Zach gets a uh, with like kind of like a like a split screen almost, but it's not. It's kind of like a, a flat screen. People would say um comes off of that but then give, <laughs> gives a ghost to demar as if he's going to screen bruce brown here um cuts to the to the you know lane line demar gets to the elbow pump fake pump fake swings it over to javante who's at who's at the right wing and he quickly swings it to, uh, to lonzo and 
this is the thing. This, I want Lonzo shooting as close to 10 threes as possible during a game. Like, I, I don't – like, the fact that he's able to get this shot off over KD and and, and just wet it, like, that says oh, a lot God. to me. Like, yes. that, that, that says a lot. Um, and, yeah, it, it, that says a lot. Like, I want him to shoot the ball. Like, KD's wingspan is not small, okay? For him, for him to be able to shoot that ball with that comfortable – you know, over that over that closeout with that hand up, that says a lot. You you want that guy to shoot the ball. Um, and again, like you said, play finisher. You know, being able to put him in positions to where he's the guy taking that shot when it's a swing swing and somebody. If you, if you pause it where he, where Demar pulls up, because if you go back to where Demar pulls up, now he's got this open jumper. It looks like he's going to take this jumper. Yep. But I think it is Bruce Brown that closes out on him fast enough where where Demar tries to get him in the air with a pump fake. Yep. And then realizes he's got to he's got to kind of reset this play. Mm-hmm. He resets this play by by kicking it out to you know passing back out to Javante. And this to me, if, if pausing it right there, I just think there's nothing there. I mean, you see Zach, <laughs> in the, you see Zach in the other on the other wing. You yep, going for the ball like all right. Let me let me run something else here. Right. And look at and then look at how fast this play ends. If you if you click it, that that shouldn't be there. <laughs> but that's that's the confidence of Lonzo Ball um, shooting from the three. That's what we need from him. He, he's, he just made something out of nothing. Yeah, um, I mean it was a good play, but it, yeah, he, the defense recovered in time to make that shot tough on Demar, tough yeah. enough where he felt like he needed to pump fake and then pass it when he didn't bite. And but that, you know that that's kind of why you want him off ball a little bit more because I mean, let's say Lonzo was the one doing you know <laughs> with the ball, that swing swing goes to Demar, and you know maybe Demar hits it, but over yeah. a close off from KD, who knows? But like yeah. did, um, but like having him in that position, that's where you want Lonzo. I would I would if I would rather Lonzo be the guy that takes that three than Javante Green, D- DJJ, um, you know yeah. And that's just what I think we both are on the same spot there. Yeah. But yeah, if Lonzo's taking a corner three at the end of your possession, that's a good possession. Oh yeah. Regardless of the result, that's a that's a good shot. That's oh yeah. Shot. Oh, hey, Spook Spook Longley says maybe Bulls one one needs a point guard so we can we can get our act together here. He said that. It's <laughs> like the team over at Bulls beat. <laughs> hey man, you know you just you send us some figures, we'll let you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you said it's your best offer. I'm just kidding. But uh, luckily, we don't have a time limit. The time limit is how how long people are willing to listen to us, which uh, so far, I appreciate everybody who's stuck with us. Seriously. I can't even see who, who's all in there because I am I just got my, you know, my clips up. But I uh, yeah. appreciate y'all, you know, staying and listening, if, you know what I mean? So. Um, Salim's here. Let it fly, oh, Alonzo. That's right. That's right, baby. Oh, yeah. All day. Um, 10 threes. Hey, he's only shooting seven threes a game right now. Bump that up. Eight, nine, ten. Let's go. Let's seriously. Go. Seriously. Lonzo, if you listen to brother, shoot that ball. But um, <laughs> he's been doing but, it with confidence, though. We just oh, need yeah. to give him a little bit more attempts. Oh, he's, yeah. He's been doing it. I'm, um, I'm very impressed. I'm very happy with what Lonzo's been doing so far. No doubt. Other no than doubt. other than missing that little mid-range, and yeah. that, I don't know if that's on him or if that's just the way they design their offense. And if it's the latter, then – they gotta, they gotta, they gotta cut that out. Um, we need yeah. more from three. I just, 
his his pull up like his feet are like so anyway but um yeah so I, we've had a couple you know some good clips right so people are going to recognize this and i i know you're going to recognize this and Slim's going to recognize this and everybody that watches these games going to recognize this but this is something I think I said it to you or Salim. I can't remember who I said it to, but I was saying that like Zach Levine is pretty lucky that Vooch had this tough of a start offensively because I think the talk of the town would be. I think Zach has been pretty bad. I, I, I defensively off ball like like last season, I felt like he was taking a turn. You know, obviously yeah. not that big of a turn, but like. You could see he was trying. He was engaged off ball, on ball. He's, you know, I think he's still okay on ball, but yeah, off ball. Like I feel like he went back. He's going back to his old ways, um, and um, and and I'm holding him to his standard. Like if he didn't say what he said this summer, like I, I'd be like, this is just same old Zach, you know. Like you know, hopefully he gets better, but whatever. But this, he said that he, he said. wants to be a better defender. So I'm he holding. Said, him he to said that. not. Hey, he didn't even say that. He said. I want to be on an all defensive team. Is that is. What... <laughs> yeah, he did say that. He definitely said that. But that, I'm that's saying, what I'm holding him to. I'm holding him to that. This is, this is playoff P. You call yourself playoff P, you better perform. So yeah. you're, you're, you're telling me you want to be all defensive. You can't let stuff like what we're about to show you happen. <laughs> Seriously. Not with, not with the regularity that's been happening with Zach so far this season. Man. Um, but yeah, that's so. Yeah. Um, Patty Mills gets the ball here. Javante's garden ball. So they kind of give KD like two options here. KD has a chance, has an option to come off a zipper. So coming off like this pin down here from, from Blake, or he can come off a floppy, um, which is a down screen for KD to come out to the wing. Uh, and KD chooses to just not take any of them. And he just comes straight through. <laughs> Um, and gets the ball at the what was that the left elbow? Because um, because he, he's like, listen, I'm seven foot tall, I can take any shot I want at any. Point. Exactly. I don't need I don't need any action run for me. Exactly. exactly. Bruce and so far, like, he's he's done pretty well in his career. Oh yeah, no doubt. Um, but this is like I don't understand how this happens because when you play ball, you know where the shooters are. At least you should know. At least at least you should know. Right. Okay. Am I guarding the shooter? Oh, no. Okay. Play. Cool. I can I can pay attention a little bit more to what's going on in the middle. Uh, am I guarding the shooter? Okay. Now I have to really be locked in on being able to see ball in man. And one of the things you're taught as a as a little pipsqueak is if you know you want to be lower than the ball, right? So he's he's lower than the ball, but I guess I should say you should be lower than your man if you're going to try to see man and ball. Yep. You want to be able to have sight of your man and ball. And right now, he has sight of the ball, but not his man. And yep. that's Joe Harris. Like, yes. You should. That's, uh, it's right? Joe Harris. Who Was he the best shooter in basketball last season? I, I think was, so. Until he I got to the playoffs. Was, you know, yeah. Oh, well, that's, that's another story. But <laughs> yeah, I think he shot 45-plus percent from on a lot of attempts a game. Unreal. Now it helps. It helps to have James and Kyrie and Kevin yeah. uh, taking all the advantage, you know, taking all the pressure off you. But holy crap, Zach Levine! This yeah. is the last person you want to leave open in the corner. Seriously, first of all, like this is what I understand. This Why are you that low mind. anyway? Because Blake, you're not worried about because Vooch is here. 
Yeah. There's nobody like there's nobody that can cut that. Like I don't understand why he's not like a. T- I, I would. Yeah. Like, Joe Harris. What is he going to do? What is he going to do to KD in the on the opposite wing? Like exactly. why is he so intent on watching what KD's doing? What's he going to so, stop? What action is he going to stop? What is he going to go I'm double thinking, KD? What I'm thinking happened. What what happens to the Levine Levine and sometimes Demar a lot is if they know that there's going to be a double coming from somewhere, right? So in in this game they were sending like. If, when Lonzo was in the game, oh wait, my bad, he's guarding the ball. But like usually, like if you know, let's say uh, who else was it? Javante was guarding. Uh, KD. Yeah. They'd send a double. And Lonzo, Lonzo, they would send that double right away. Yep. Get the ball out of KD's, and then obviously you have to rotate. And I'm thinking that Zach just the timing was way off, which I don't understand because you can see Javante, you can see when he's leaving. So, but anyway, so uh, I think he was like, okay, let me get ready to get up here to Patty because I know that double's coming. But dude, uh, no, like, like, <laughs> but, 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 oh, I just that's tough. Okay, Zach, I, Zach just starts walking towards the three point line for for no apparent reason, like not not aggressively, as if he were on a Sunday afternoon walking down the street. That's his <laughs> level of intensity on this walk. He's walking casually away from Joe Harris in the corner. Like even now, like this play, I watched this in real time. I watched it again and again and again, and I have I cannot figure out what Zach was doing here. I just, but he's okay. Spook Spook says, you know, knowing Zach often ball watchers ball watches, yeah, like that's probably gonna be on the scouting report. He's not even ball watching at this point. He's literally looking at Patty Mills and just casually walking Bruh, towards. Oh. It's hilarious because Zach's like, huh? Oh, oh shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. He knows. Oh, my God. And then he points at Javante as if it was Javante's. My gosh. That play. I, as soon I as you brought I, this up, I was like, I know what this play is going to be. When I saw that point, I, I, I felt like Javante was like, yo, what you doing? And he was kind of like, I thought you were doubling. I, I don't know if he was pointing at Devontae. I just kind of felt like he was trying to give like an explanation of why he did that. But man, like he pointed at over there. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, maybe he was just saying like, "Yo, I thought you were going." But still, bro, like there's Joe Harris. Yeah. You can't lose sight of Joe Harris. But um, you, you make a good point in the beginning here, which is look at what Joe Harris is. Mm-hmm. He's he's in that corner. Zach is on the well the the logo next to the right elbow. Yep. There's a Bulls logo. Stand on the Bulls logo, which is like three or four feet in front of where Joe Harris is, or you know, in comparison to where that ball is. You're you're gonna be just yeah, you want to be behind. You want to be able to to sw- have your head on the swivel and swivel back and forth between your man and the ball and your yeah. man and the ball. And now Zach has gotten, admittedly, a lot better at keeping his head on the swivel, but you can't keep your head on the swivel. If you're in front of, and if you're if you're not in that plane, right, you have to have that 180 degrees view. Yeah. Both the both the ball and Joe Harris are behind him at this point, and so either you turn around and now have that 180, or you gotta take a few steps back. But like, just imagine if that's that DJ can't, this play can't happen, man. Imagine if that's DJJ. 
and you get a, a pin here from oh my gosh like, that's an oop all day it's and a he free dunk yeah he doesn't even know like that's you don't realize it until the ball is touching the net the net in that situation yeah you can't oh my gosh i can't even watch that you get, we gotta go to the next clip this one that that's the worst clip I've ever seen of Zach <laughs> I think I think we'll end on this. Well, actually, the, um, for the Brooklyn game, you mean? Yeah, uh, I'm trying to. I had I think, how many clips? More clips do I have? Okay, so I, we'll end on this. We'll end on a good note. Okay, um, this is what I loved this, and this is what I feel like. If you're not going to shoot a lot of threes, well, they're one of the lowest teams, if not the worst team in terms of three point attempts a game. Um, and if you're not going to do that. That means you're gonna have to really lean on your defense and 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 get out and run um, to you know compensate for all the for not taking that many and you know the you know, and I think they've been doing really well you know and I thought this possession was really nice right so uh, Javante's guarding KD KD swing uh, once again he tried to catch <laughs> he tried to catch Zach again but this time Zach is like okay I'm here. Um, Katie swung it. He skipped it all the way to the right corner to Joe Harris. I think you just, you know, that's one of those things where you check and see if Zach is awake. And, yeah. Okay. He's <laughs> awake. All right. Cool. Um, uh, Joe Harris catches it. Um, because Zach closes out really well, gets out there. Um, Joe swings it to uh, Blake at the right elbow and Blake swings it over to James Harden. Um, this is, this is going to turn into a, uh, pick and roll here. Um, but, this is what I love too, Billy. You know, being able to push this down and what some people call ice as well. Um, the ice is pick and roll here, which is you know once again Vooch is in a great spot where he needs to be. Lonzo is you know he's stuck a little bit, but thank God Vooch is there. Um, really good job here, right? Lonzo gets back, gets attached to James Harden. Vooch is where he needs to be. You got Demar um, right here in terms of uh, on the left block there of the floor um ready for like a you know a dump off to blake um and you can see bruce brown is uh you know uh signaling to to james harden about the pin uh or you know set a hammer screen corner pin on demar hit joe harris here um but he he tried to get it there but the pass is a little off so it allowed javante to, to close out um he pushes him baseline demar's there for the help Vooch swings out to Blake. Zach get oh gosh. <laughs> yeah, don't watch Zach on this play. You're not gonna be impressed. <laughs> but but Javante's there, he stops the ball, they swing it out to Joe Harris. Javante, you know, moves his feet, shot clock violation. Like yeah, like that's, that's good stuff. Like Zach is you, Zach, you know, but yeah. everything else I thought was pretty well, uh pretty well done. Um well, yeah. Well, and, and here's the thing: is out of that, out of, uh, you got five players on the floor. Lonzo and, and Javante are plus defenders. Vooch, Demar, and Zach are not. Right? They're 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 okay to bad sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Zach on that play was not good. Uh, he he let Joe Harris get to the corner while he was trying to sit with Blake at the elbow. Um, Sorry, you got something up here, but um, and then he then he tries to close out too hard on KD, who's like five feet beyond the three point line. KD <laughs> blows by him, but Javante. But the, the, my point is here not not to not to dig on Zach too much, um, but 
you can make a good defense work even with less than stellar defenders on the floor as yeah. long as you're as long as you've got a good system and you got guys rotating yep. the way they should be you can make up for you can make up for some of those deficiencies um but yes Zach has quietly been a lot worse uh, than he was last year on defense so far and that's something I thought would change yeah especially after what we saw with the Olympics yep uh, it has not yet um still fairly early in, on in the season and last season he started off pretty bad and got better and better as the season went on I thought yeah so there's plenty of time but uh, as Salim's right the defense the Bulls defense being really good overall is kind of masked some of the some of those key issues but you have so that's why you have a night like against you had against golden state that's going to magnify some of those weaknesses and bring them into focus so it's a good thing to have you want to catch those things early and it's nice it's nice to catch your defensive weaknesses in a w yeah right yeah instead of a loss so yeah um so moving on to the mavs game um, this is another game I thought we did actually a really poor job defensively, but we just were such a hot shooting team that we came away with a victory anyway. But a lot of it uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, what I wanted to show was it's like coming into the season, we said, uh, yes, Lonzo is a pretty good point of attack defender, but you you love him more off ball, you know, yes. being able to play free safety uses his feel for the game off ball to, to get his hands on, you know, deflection, steals. Um, that That's what you like. You like him playing free safety on defense. Um, and this in the, the, this clip here, Jalen Brunson, um, he comes off of a, a screen here, a ball screen um, <clears throat> from uh, Chris Stapps Porzingis. Tony obviously has to – he can't show too long because Chris Stapps can shoot that. So he gets out of there. Lonzo's there. But I think the reason – why I wanted to show this clip is, is like he – he is easily shifted. Like he's, I think it's something, <laughs> I know a lot of people talk about hips, but like his, his, it's something like maybe he's like too tightly wound. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like he doesn't really do a good job with shifty guys. And I thought Jalen Brunson did a good job of really shifting him, shifting him here with the between the legs. Getting <laughs> him to open Lon- up a bit. Lonzo's currently faced the other way. Yeah. <laughs> With this cro- on this crossover, um, tries to recover. But, yeah, um, tries to recover, but I mean, Jalen Brunson's able to get there. But like that, that, I think this also shows too. In this this last little part here, is Lonzo really is not a you know he, he can't really jump off. He's, he does he's not really explosive off stride. Like he's really a two foot leaper. So like yeah. when you get Lonzo into this situation where he can't take two, you know, take a, a power jump and try to go up and get that block. He's probably not going to really affect it. And, and as you can see, he doesn't really get that high off the ground here off no. of stride. And Jalen Brunson is able to get to a strong hand um, and finish over the top. So that, that's what I wanted to show in terms of point of attack and partly why we didn't want him guarding uh, Steph. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, can I, can I, I know. Can I, can I talk about that for a second? I'm oh sorry. yeah, of course. But, of course. Well, I thought if the Bulls had any chance in that game, they needed to start Caruso and put Caruso immediately on Steph Curry. As many minutes as Steph Curry was on the floor, they needed Caruso to guard him. Um, be, be, 
because Caruso is extremely good at navigating screens and yeah. the Warriors love to run stuff off a billion screens per possession. And Lonzo and Zach um, are just not, not as good. Like because of Lonzo's kind of stiffness, um, he's not as good at navigating screens. It's not his fault. It's just the way he is, is his natural biological makeup makes him not as good at navigating screens as someone like Caruso. And I mean, Steph hit his the first shot of the night because Lonzo got caught on the screen. <laughs> I have more clip too. Um, <laughs> and he had and he had eight eight more made threes after that. It yeah. just you you can't let Steph get hot. And that was the one thing I was very disappointed with Billy on. I really thought, yeah, I really thought that they should have had if 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 Caruso wasn't going to start, they had to have Javante Green on Curry. I think and they I, the had, only they didn't. The only way I can think Billy thought, you know, Billy wanted Lonzo on Steph is because maybe he thought more length. But at the same time, you could have just did Javante. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't know. Like that's a great point you bring up. I didn't even I didn't even uh, take that into account when I said uh, in terms of like adjustments. Like that's something you wish he would have adjusted on a bit more um, in that game. I mean, because. Yeah. Even when Caruso was coming in and Steph was on the floor, oftentimes Caruso was I mean, Caruso did guard Steph a, a fair amount, but a lot of times he was on Jordan Poole instead. Yeah. And like Jordan Poole did nothing. Hmm. I mean, it's because Caruso was on him, but right. I just, I don't know. I, I thought that was a huge mistake. And I'm not an NBA coach, and I'm sure that he has a good reason for why he did what he did. But that just seemed to me like low-hanging fruit on the defensive end. Uh, that wasn't plucked. So, anyways, but yeah, that's why you want Lonzo more as a roamer, and you can just because he doesn't. He's not as good with the, with guys that are really shifty and get him get him having to twist his hips and twist his yeah. body all over the place. That's going to be Lonzo is just not as good at that. Just by the way he is built. Just the way he's built is not as, as good as that. So I'm sorry, I, I'm 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 going on like long monologues every time you take no. points. I apologize. No, dude, it's all good. <laughs> um, so I, I gotta I had to throw another Vooch uh, clip in here, man, because I'm missing my big dude, man. Um, but uh, uh yeah, so uh, Lonzo's coming up the floor on the right side. Um, he gets a drag screen, uh, from Vooch. Vooch pops from it. Um, and Vooch comes over. For uh, you know, it's it's like a pitch almost. Uh, it's not 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 so much a dribble handoff, like a pitch over to to Zach. It turns into a ball screen. Um, Zach comes off, comes off another. They rescreen. Uh, Vooch rolls. Zach obviously hits Vooch on the roll. <laughs> but um, but uh, Vooch got report by now. Seriously, um, but this is again the processing. You know, court mapping of Vooch. Right as soon as he catches the ball. You know, like he's already looking. And if you see, if you see Luca, who's guarding Alonzo, his whole kind of like Zach when he was guarding Joe Harris. Like, yep, he's not in good position. Alonzo's right behind him. His butt is facing Alonzo. Um, his whole body is facing no one. Um, and <laughs> uh, you know, Vooch finds Lonzo. the best of him, man. It happens to the best of him. Exactly. Um, and Vooch finds Lonzo on the wing. And Lonzo gets it right back, right up, bang, and and 
that again, just what you miss with with Vooch. You know, if you just see the movement, DHO flip, you know, into a rescreen, just adding pressure, you know, to this defense. Um, Vooch catches it, boom, he finds Lonzo, knockdown. You know, that that's that's good stuff. You know, that that's that's good stuff. I agree. Next clip. <laughs> right? Um, oh, <laughs> no, I can say anything else. <laughs> I, I didn't want to dig on my boy Io uh, that much, uh, but mm. I thought this play showed, um, you know, that, you know, he just, this is a tough matchup for him. You know, Luca, Luca is a tough, he's a rookie, he hasn't seen Luca. He's a big dude. He's, he's very, uh, uh, he, he, he's, what, what am I? He's very deceptive. His, bat, his, his yes. ball handling is very, very, sneaky he takes advantages uh, takes advantage of your um your over extensions you you know if he shifts you very good at getting by you and i think he did a good job of doing that to io here um and i was a pretty good defender i i, I like io i, I didn't yeah. like the matchup when i saw it but i still like io as a defender um but i didn't think this would happen to him um uh, but um luca does a good job on the right side of the floor um, of just setting up his dribble. He kind of hesitates, kind of hesitates uh, his dribble as if he's going to come off this, this screen here and just sets it up with a cross or left to, left to right cross. And you can see Io's whole body is shifted <laughs> as, as if he's going to come off a screen. Or Look, at, look at his right foot. Off. His right foot is is like not even on the floor. It's, it's tilted yeah. as if, you know, in anticipation of that screen. And he this just, is where the magic of Luka like I love I, watching him. He's a savant, man. But like so you, good. you get help from from the strong side corner uh, because, and I don't. I'm not really mad at Zach there because nope. It's a it's that's a wide open layup. So it's like you know. But he has two options here. Luke has two options. He can either hit strong side, and of course he hit THJ, who was who became to uh, he, he was hot. He was hot, man. Um, oh he's, he's just really good at like you know, creating the advantage and making the right pass every single time. So someone, I mentioned this in DMs or on Twitter about how they were letting, they were letting, um, why am I, Hardaway Jr. Yeah. Why? What's his freaking first name? Tim. Tim. I'm like, it's not Troy. What am I trying to say? Troy. <laughs> Anyways. So Tim Hardaway Jr., they left him open all night long and, yeah. and someone in twitter responded to me and said well they were you know they're trying to double luca and so they had to leave someone open but there there were lots of plays like this where it wasn't it wasn't their scheme it was them not rotating correctly exactly leaving him open and we got really really lucky especially in that third quarter because both teams were just cooking yeah were just cooking uh in that third and fourth and the Bulls just won a shootout, I thought, rather than played good defense. Like a lot of people said is their best all-around win. I really disagree defensively. I, I really thought they did a I don't know, maybe you maybe you disagree with me, but I thought there were way too many missed rotations um in this game. To, to no, I, I, I agree. Um, especially going back and watching again. Like I, I agree. Uh, there, I mean, TSJ also had some tough shots as well. I mean, he, he had some with his hands in his face as well at some points, but most of them were, you know, catching rhythm guys too late. Yeah. Um, but, uh, transition here, uh, Luca is driving down the middle of the court here. 
Um, he gets a paint touch. He gets in there, draws help to uh, from Demar and DJJ. He swings it out. Finds Jalen Brunson at the top of the key, and this is where I I think this is really really the reason why I wanted to use this clip here because I want your your uh, your opinion here. All right, so Demar and DJJ are here. So obviously Demar's going to swing back out to Bullock. Yeah. What is Alize doing? <laughs> I, I just need to know what Alizé's doing um, because this brother, you know, <laughs> right? Okay, okay. And then he just, what, what What are we doing? Like, I don't understand. DJJ is there. So you just. He's just, he's just giving moral support to Derek Jones in the post here. And knockdown. Yeah, this, oh. is, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is not them doubling Luca. This is well. This in this particular thing, get getting uh, mixed up in transition. But you got to pick up a body. You got to pick up a man in transition. You can't just run down the floor. I mean, just, just he was like, I'm just gonna go into the paint real quick. Anyways, hey, Salim's <laughs> out here trying to slander me. Listen, I knew, I know he's Tim Hardaway Senior's son. I just couldn't remember his first name. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Salim also says Steph was only guarded by Alex Crusoe for two and a half, two minutes and 37 seconds in that entire game. That's that crazy. is inexcusable right. to me. In my opinion, in my amateur opinion, that's bad. B A D bad. Um, so this I'll probably do one more clip and then we can go to the Warriors. Um, but can't, can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, yeah, so Lonzo brings the ball up, middle of the floor. I'm um, gonna get a clear out here from uh, from DJJ. He's gonna swing from the left side to the right side of the floor. Um, Io is over here, so it'd be Io and, and DJJ. And then you're gonna have Demar come off a pin down from TBJ. Uh, well, he is big TBJ. Um, and <laughs> pin down from Troy Brown. Uh, Tro wow, there's too many Troy, juniors, Tony man. Bradley. There's too Tony many juniors. What's going on right? here? Um, he gets a pin down from Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley comes back up for uh, a ball screen step up. DeMar comes off. But the uh, I think this was actually the first time that they showed this uh, in the game. Um, but they uh, blitzed DeMar. DeMar does a good job of retreat dribble, getting getting that pass over, finding Tony yes, Bradley. Sir. But this is how you attack it, right? When you see a blitz like this, this is how you attack it. You find the middle of the floor. This right. is what Thad. This is what Thad was so good at last year, and this yes. is why Zach was one of the most effective pick and roll ball handlers in blitzing situations because he had Thad and Wendell. Yep, and as a release valve, it stresses this guy here. Stresses the yep. guy in the middle of the floor because he who's going to take him? He has to step up, but his man ends up being left open, which is Io. Io does a good job of cutting to get to a get to the basket, and that that's just a really good job by them. Um, yep. so it's, you know, getting that blitz, you know, on the ball screen and DeMar doing a good job of taking a couple of retreat dribbles and then just getting it up, finding Tony, Brad, Tony Bradley, uh, IO finishes it off. Just and, good stuff. And, and Tony, Tony had great reaction time. Get that pass off. Oh yeah. He turned, saw it. Boom. I was, I've been really impressed with Tony Bradley. That man is a minimum deal. He's <laughs> on a minimum deal. He's given you absolutely Way more than minimum value. Um, 
He's going to be good. He's going to be really important for us, I think. Oh, yeah. But he's he can't replace Vooch. He just can't. It's not going to happen. He just doesn't have that same skill set. They're going to have to mix it up. Um, Yeah, so, you know, we'll go back to the other one. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, with Levine, <clears throat> I just wanted to show that I, th- I love this move. I feel like I mean, he's obviously done it uh, last season. Um, but, like, I feel like with DeMar – I just notice it more because DeMar does it all the time. But this this drop dribble that that Levine does here to get this foul from uh, Chris Stapps is just it's just really good stuff to draw, get a foul towards the end of the game. But right there, right? He he comes off one, boom, that drop dribble. And I'm gonna slow it down here just He's so, so fast. Um let me I'll go a little by little. All right, comes off. Takes a hard dribble, and then that one just that drop dribble really hard, two hand boom, and then as you can see, you'll see KP sticks his hand out just to try to steal it away, which creates the foul. Zach rips through it, couple steps, foul. And like I love that drop dribble, like I I I love it so much. Like I can't even imagine. I can't even like say like it's just like that dribble right there. And he just rips through. I, I just uh, Zach I is so it. fast. Do you see how as soon as that dribble goes down? I just the, his speed that his his speed on that first step is amazing. Oh yeah, it's and the it's, distance he covers. He, oh yeah, I've never You're seen anything like it. Never um, like that. Let's see. Let me see. Okay, this is the very first game. Very uh, not the very first, but one of uh, I think Steph's first three. So, yep, this is what I was talking about. So, yes. Oh, now we're at the Warriors game now. Yep, Warriors we game. Arrived. We have a lots of positive clips in this game, I'm sure. Just tons of positive clips. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so Steph's coming up the floor here. <clears throat> Comes off a, a there it is. drag screen from Draymond and just – That's it. We'll roll it back a little bit here. Yeah, so Draymond comes set the drag screen. And I mean, it, I don't I, like again. Like you said, we haven't coached in the NBA, and surely haven't played in the NBA. So um, I I can't really trash Lonzo too much. But this is just a. This, I think this is like know your personnel. KYP Billy. Like yes, Lonzo has been better playing over the screen, getting over screens this season, but. I wouldn't want to take a chance with this guy, you know, him no. guarding this guy. This is a layup. You, know, um, you, you give Steph airspace on a pull-up three, that's a layup for him. I mean – it counts for three points. Here's the other thing too, though. Like, if they're going to have Kevon Looney out there, this is just something I would have said. Like, I, Tony, like, get your ass up here. Like, we're, make him pass to him. Yep. Get your ass up here. Blitz, blitz that screen. If, you know that, that's what I would have done, and just had Demar just sit here and just you know have have these guys just kind of like Demar play two if Draymond rolls and Kamala just play two because you got help here. I don't know. Like I would have did, I would have cooked something up, but like I would have had Tony just say like every time they set this a drag screen for stuff. I want you up here. Get you up, get up here and make him pass out of this. But um, Lonzo gets hit. Steph, boom. He just. That's it. Just cash. Like that, when he hit that three right there, I was like, "Yeah, it's gonna be a long night." But I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay hyped because man. That's, 
That's where I came in. I came in. I, to I know, man. I said the same thing. As soon as Steph got that, I was like, if if that's the level of difficulty for Steph to get a shot off, this is going to be a bad game. Um, and it was. Yeah. Um, so with this one, with this clip here, um, I just kind of wanted to show like what I liked um, offensively early on. Early no, on. No chance, Salim. We're not what showing that say? clip. <laughs> just don't play the clip where Steph turns around to wait for oh, the crowd no. before he even hits other. No, I think yeah. I had the. I think I turned off the game before that happened. Steph, Steph is unbelievable, it. man. No, he's yeah. he's annoying as heck. It's yeah, he is. You know, is probably the worst person. Probably the, the, you know, as it, you know, Steph is that guy, man. Like, probably a great. Know. He's probably a great husband, great father, great dude off the court. You know what I'm saying? Oh my gosh, well, on, on the, the court, court. Listen, man. If you start showboating, if I'm playing pickup with you and you start showboating, I'm going to give you a hard foul. I'm let you know about it. <laughs> if I was in that game and Steph started doing that, I would have I would have Giannis'd him. You, you know when what? Giannis, Celine... Giannis tackled uh, Mike Dunleavy in the corner and that oh, yeah. game. Yep, that would have been Steph. I would have like, nope. You know what this sounds you can like? Sit down. <laughs> um, this you can beat us, uh, but you're not going to showboat. Chicago Chicago listeners like. You'll, you'll probably remember this, uh, ESPN, right? ESPN 1000. Like, Salim, I know you're going to remember this. But, what, Chris, what you just said <clears throat> reminds me of Cap. When he was talking about when Clay Thompson had that big game. What he, oh, yeah. he broke the record against us, right, I think, if I remember yeah, right. I so. um, and Cap the next morning is like, I would have laid his ass out. Like, as soon <laughs> as he would have – like, <laughs> like it, he was just really mad. To, like, he was like, if somebody – should have took a forearm and, and got in the play. <laughs> and it was just <laughs> that's that's what it just reminded me of. But that, that's that hilarious. hilarious. And you guys know I'm just I'm just messing. I'm, oh yeah, I'm, no, no, I'm no, no. Saying, I'm just saying, like, I hate the showboating so much. Like, don't show about yeah. don't show about on my team on my on the court if I'm on the court. I'll let so, you know. <laughs> so would you are you Markeith Morris or are you like PJ Tucker? No, no, I'm just I'm just Oh, okay. <laughs> more PJ, more PJ Tucker, more PJ Tucker. Right. Um, no, but I'm gonna, yeah, like, I don't know. You gotta. I'm just one of those like have have pride, have pride in your in your defense. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't um, let that happen. But uh, again, like, who cares? I, I don't know why I even said that. I'm just going off on some dumb tangent. Forget what. I said. No, you can't <laughs> you're good, that. bro. Um, no, but uh, the Bulls offense sometimes run things, and I'm like, yes, continue, just do this. Like, in and what I mean by this is like they run this play, but I mean, like, I feel like they get away from it too much. Like, they, they, they do it here and there, and then they go to some more, like, just get the ball to Zach, drag screen. And it's like, we understand Zach can do that, but like, let's make it easier for Zach and everyone else. Let's, let's get movement. Let's player movement, body movement. And I feel like this is, uh, you know, a good job here, right? So um, <clears throat> Lonzo gets a step-up screen here on the right side of the floor, comes off, swings it to Tony Bradley, that flows right into Chicago action. Like, th th this is what should be happening a lot. Come up, step up, add stress there, make Jordan Poole have to get over a screen, make Kevon Looney have to worry about a ball screen, and then swing it back to Tony and have Kavon be ready. To, okay, what are they doing now, right? Now he's putting stress on Steph. As you can see right now, he's, he's trying to communicate with Andrew Wiggins right now. What, 
and step up and turn into, into a Chicago action. Now you get some more space for Zach. Like Draymond, obviously, he's going to step over a bit like he did now. But like, if you're going to give Zach all of this, like, I love that. Like, give Zach more space to, to do work. And obviously, this is a basket. But that's just, and people may say this is a tough shot, but that's a shot Zach makes. Like, that's a shot that Zach can make. Um, and it, it's just like, and that's the other thing, man. This team, if it ain't Vooch, if it, ain't, it wasn't Wendell Carter Jr., they don't screen well. Uh, like, look at this. Like, if he doesn't, he doesn't even touch him. He doesn't even touch him. And, and you need to screen. And I, there's a play, as a matter of fact, like we already know, Zach, Zach comes off, takes a step back, and knocks us down. Um, let me find it. Um, it's a boxing one play. Uh, let's see. Where's it at? Here it is. All right. So this is early in the game. Boxing one. Gary Payton is literally hugging Zach right now, like a couple feet off the three ball. ball. Yeah, the ball is just past half court. It's Gary Payton. Gary Payton's trying to tackle Zach. He's just, he's literally hugging him. Um and so yeah, so they Zach sets a pin down. Almost like a Chicago action here for Caruso to come off. And this is what I this is right here. We, we just talked about the screening. This is how you can help Zach. This is how this is how you can help Zach. One screen doesn't hit him. Second screen doesn't hit him. And he's still there. Like you you have to set screens. Like you have to make him take a reroute to give Zach more leverage, give him better angles. If you're not going to help your teammate by doing the little things, by setting screens, like I, I don't know what you expect Zach to do when, you know, honestly, this is my very first time being able to watch uh, the Mitten full game. And I was very impressed uh, with with how tough he played. Like, he, did, you know, if I'm Gary, I'm sitting at the house, you know, happy. My son is holding up the name, you know, and like <laughs> – and, yeah. uh, you know, like, again, like, it should be a stagger here, but Io doesn't hit him and Alize doesn't hit him. Like, you got to help Zach here, you know, it, which helps your offense, you know. And Zach does a good job by, like, you know, being able to hit Alize in the short roll. Um, and I'm just looking here. If, if Vooch is here, that ball's going there, right? Or it's an oop. You know, but I think Jordan Poole does a good job. But well, no, that's an that's that's an open. I think Vooch hits that oop right there. I think he or he dumps it off a little bit quicker to DJJ. But that, that's that's what you got to do. Or maybe Vooch even just hits here to Caruso. You know, and like that's what you miss. And when people, I think people need to understand. Like uh, I think as we progress through these clips, you're seeing now, like with Vooch there, you know, <laughs> it's made quick. The, the, the decision is made quick. Um, and as you can see, he takes a dribble. Vooch probably doesn't even take a dribble there. You know, he probably catches it and just swings it. Um, but this is what I'm talking about. This is what that boxing one does. When you don't have a guy, when you obviously Billy was trying to stagger um, Zach and, and DeMar as much as he could. So, you know, you need, you know, somebody that can get to the middle of that defense and make good decisions, you know, especially if they're going to push Zach down. Um, right. You did Zach. This is a, a great example of like Zach at the beginning of the game, making the right play, 
this is the right play, right? You, you, you draw Draymond, you swing to the middle of the court. Now you have an advantage. You know, you, you got, <laughs> it's three on one back here, basically. You know, you have the advantage and that you have to make your decision very quick. And if you don't, you know, take one dribble, now everybody's able to get back to where they need yeah. to be. You no, know, that's the between Booch and Alize right now. So, you know, but I mean, uh, not just that, but in that decision making process. Oh, yeah. By the way, speaking of speaking of Wendell Carter, he's made he's taken 45 threes so far this year, shooting at a 40% clip, taking almost four game. <laughs> he went four of six again today. I love Frank. it. I love it. And he's one of the best screen setters. I love that man. Um, I put this anybody who here. anybody who hates anybody who thinks Wendell Carter was the problem last year, they're wrong. Oh my gosh, I want I just want to talk, bro. I just want to talk. Um, no, but I put this clip in here for you because uh, I, I thought this was actually a push off as well. But like, what, yes. what do you think? Yes, I mean, there's no question. And they show it on the replay too. They show that clip a thousand times that night. Every time it's clear. Because he gets full, he gets the elbow and then full extension of the arm. Oh, he did it for us. Okay, I if just you, they, they show it again. They show it again. They show that play a bunch of times because they're like, "Oh, Steph Curry's hot," and they show that three. And every time I'm like, "Dude, he just pushed off." <laughs> Caruso, push like, off. bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you really just gotta let him do that. It's already hard to guard. Like, you got to let him do that? And the, the official is looking right at him, and all the replays, it shows the official looking right at him. Not that one. Not that guy. Like, well, that guy, too. The guy, yeah, the guy in the corner, but watch the ref. Right there. Oh, yeah. This guy. Watch this him. Guy. He's looking right at Steph <laughs> when he pushes off. Oh, nope. You're good. Carry on, sir. No, I mean, it's, it's a complete push off. Anyways, that doesn't matter that much, but so that's this, that's a that's a big swing. This is the play right here, Chris. This is the play the that first I would play. like for them to run for Zach. I I want them to, and I, I talk about this, this on Twitter with Evan um, Gualberto, um, and this is what I would love for them to do. Just just do wow. it, please. Just do it. This, you by know, the way. For those who are just listening, this is the first play of the third quarter. The Warriors have the ball. And oh, this, yeah. is, this is when I knew the game was like, it's over. <laughs> they were down by six at the half. Right, exactly. They, they ran this play out of the first play out of the time, out of uh, the third quarter. This game was over. So I call this a low post split. Um, and so just imagine. All right. If you're if you're if you're listening or if you're watching, imagine Zach being bringing the ball up here. Okay. Yeah, Zach bringing the ball up. You got Vooch at the top of the uh, at the wing. Um, reason why I say Vooch because I, I would rather him pass it. Or you could or you could have Demar be here. Uh, but um, so Kevon Looney's going to set a pin down for I think that's Wiggins. Yeah, Wiggins. Yep, Wiggins. Uh, and Kavan, which is hilarious, is coming off like a floppy. <laughs> and like, that's what I'm talking about. Creativity, man. But, um, yeah. So, uh, and when Wiggins comes off that pin down, he comes to set like a ghost here for, um, for stuff that that's all window dressing. All this is window dressing just to get pieces where they need them to get, uh, to put pieces. 
Um, and Kavon comes off the floppy here on the right side of the floor, which <clears throat> Draymond gets to that low post area. Steph swings it over to Kavon Looney. And this is, I love this action too, because if it's open, obviously you drop, dump it off. But uh, Steph's going to set like a little rub screen here, comes off. Um, Andrew Wiggins is going to come down, swing it. And this is what I love here, right? So you get the get the little like twirl or the little curl here off of uh, off, um, off Steph's screen from it Wiggins to the front of the rim. But now you get that split screen from Kevon Looney. All right, get that split screen, boom. <laughs> like, just now, let me let me ask you something. Yeah, that looks like an illegal screen to me. Let's see from Kevon Looney. He does a little booty booty oh, back up. Yeah, he does. But even if he just stood there, oh, just you just gotta stay in the way. Just just be in the way and don't move your butt. Don't stick your butt out. Just just be in the way. Make that guy have to reroute to, to trail. And um, because let's say for instance, like Lonzo gets over that. Now you gotta roll here. Now you're putting stress on Tony Bradley, which he already is on stress because like, oh shoot, that's Steph. I gotta get up there. It's too late. But anyway, so let's say yeah, Lonzo gets over that. That's a that's a pocket pass to to Kevon Looney, and he probably makes the extra pass to Jordan Poole for a three. You know, so it's like that's the stress you add. Like that that's stressful, right? Zach is gonna help at the nail, and Kevon Looney is gonna make that pass over to Jordan Poole for a wide open th jumper. So like that, the stress is it's it's all there, and I just wish, man. I just wish just one time. I just want to see what it looks like with the Bulls. Just one time. Please. Call up Billy D. I would love to, man. Let him know. Um, let's see. Uh, let me go back here. I bet you if you said, hey, Billy, you know that play that Warriors ran first play of the third quarter? He'd know what you're talking. He'd know, he'd know what that oh, play Oh, yeah. Is. And yep. he'd be like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll run it against the Clippers. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, King TMC 39th, he asked, do you think the Clippers zone us up uh, for the game today? I guess it's Sunday now um, in Chicago. So <laughs> do you think they, they throw any zone us? And what do you think they should do to handle the zone? Yeah, so I think I think all, I think teams are going to definitely throw a zone. Um, I, I think. I think they'll I, I think you'll see more of what what I think Tibbs kind of threw that, you know, kind of threw the flavor out there when we played them. And you, you double Zach and DeMar in ball screens. You force the ball out of their hands and they have somebody else make a play, especially now without Vooch. Yeah. Um, and I think you'll see a lot of that. If they do go zone, um, I, just very simple stuff, man. Just just try to get that ball in the middle of the zone as much as possible, compress the, you know, the defense, make them make them have to help in there and find shooters, you know, and I, I would love to see Billy go to a three guard lineup with uh, Caruso starting um, because he's also, he's another uh, really good decision maker off ball on ball, you know, most of some, most of the time on ball um, he does too. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I you just gotta like with zones, man, you just gotta take your time. You gotta move the zone around. And NBA obviously you only have 24 seconds, so you have to really put guys in the right spots right away and move the ball. Move the ball really well and find open shots. 
Um, and attack the basket when you have an angle, an opening. You have to do it. You can't just sit out at the three-point line and chuck threes. Like I think some people think like, oh, they're going to three zone or they're going through two zone. You know, let's 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 find, you know, let's let's shoot the let's shoot them out of the zone. It's like that's kind of like what what they want you to do. Like they kind of want you to just like think that. So okay, long rebound, we get out, you know. Uh, but in order to 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 really be the zone, you have to really be patient, move the ball around and find those creases, um, get in there and get hopefully looks at the rim or finding some open shooters from uh from from the opposing team helping. Yeah. Also King TMC did say Lara respects your film breakdowns. They're on point. So give him some praise. Some absolutely well deserved praise for your film man, breakdowns. They're amazing. I appreciate uh, also, that man. Uh he also asked Kobe and Vooch are so vile to shooters. Why do you think people want to trade them? I don't know. Those people are crazy. I mean, I can see trading someone like Kobe if you if you can get a significant upgrade just because of the timeline, you know, yeah. they may not think the timeline matches up. Same thing for Pat, right? Especially not injured. But I mean, we really need Kobe right now. Oh yeah. No doubt. He's he's gonna be really important to us. So I mean, unless you can find you gotta find some bench shooting uh, and someone who can who could just put a little bit more pressure on the defense and Kobe can, he's, he's got that gravity. He's got enough playmaking to be able to, to make that happen. So yeah, I, I don't think there's any reason that they should be looking for a trade unless something really attractive is available and they can't pass it up. But I mean, also, if you're doing like a, a two or a three for one trade to get an upgrade, you're just killing your bench even further. So I, I don't, yeah. I don't see it happening. I, I can't wait to see Kobe in, in pick and roll getting into that, to that nail. You know, snaking some pick and roll, getting to that nail for that midi. He's one guy I don't mind him taking. Yes, you know, he's, like he's good at that mid range. That that exact shot that Lonzo's been taking, Kobe yeah. got really good at that last. Oh year. yeah, um, that that's a shot he was good at in college. I, I just feel like he's more comfortable now. Like I can't wait for Kobe. I feel like he's going to add some more flavor, man. He's going to add some yeah. more flavor to this team and flavor that this team needs. You know, I, so yeah. I do think we should be patient with Kobe. Obviously, he, oh yeah. He hasn't been able to do much basketball in the last like six months. So yeah. uh, is there's probably going to be some inconsistency early on, but it, oh, yeah. just the threat of him shooting is going to be a, a huge boon to, to our team, especially with Vooch out. Um, I want Pat, is, man. Come on. You said what? I want Pat back, dude. I know. Can I'm you so imagine? Mad. Oh my god, Pat is small ball five. Oh, that's what I would have done against the Warriors. And he's start, good in start short Caruso. Role Yes, he, he's he, quick decision maker in short roll. <sighs> man, Car Caruso, Lonzo, Zach, Tamar, uh, Patrick Williams at the five versus the Warriors. That would have been really fun to see. Mm, I, Mitchell Robin, you know what? I'm not even going. Okay, I'm. You know what? So this next clip, right? So um, it's towards the game is getting kind of right about this time. You were you're starting to think. Yeah, it's 11, but um, it's not looking good, right? So, and and I think that this is when Zach started to think that way as well, right? Demar's not playing that well. Lonzo's not hitting a shot. You, you don't, you know, you gonna trust TBJ, big TBJ to get a bucket. You're gonna trust Io to get a bucket. So at some point, as a as an elite scorer that he is, he's gonna say, you know, I have to step up. I have to find a way to get. 
um, to to get some buckets and 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 try to try to swing this 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 lead or and swing this uh, swing this game back our way, like it was at the beginning of the game. Uh, but you know, here this is I, I get it. Your score and you're really good at it. And you you got you've gotten to a point in the game where you're like, you know what? It's time. I have to figure out a way. And right now, I mean, you're not you're, Jordan Poole is like, yes, <laughs> like you're not going to the middle of the floor. Perfect. I'm gonna push you on down here where Draymond is, and we gonna we gonna do that. We I'm cool with this. Keep going, keep going, keep going, Zach. Please, just keep going. And Zach keeps doing it. But this is this is where Zach has to understand too. Is like, bro, this is Draymond. Like Draymond is probably gonna be go down as one of the greatest defenders the NBA's ever seen. Like, and you you can't okay. Very simple stuff. Very, very simple stuff that I teach my my coach, uh, the kids that I coach. You go into the corner. That's a defender. That's a defender. Two defenders. So you, you four you're on not, one, brother. Yeah, you're, now like, you're not quad teamed. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it, what are we doing here? Why are we not? Why why is Demar not swinging up here? Why is Javante not trying to swing out here? What, what are we doing? You know, why, why, why are we going to the baseline? DeMar's, I mean, like you just made Jordan Poole's life so easy. You didn't try to attack him to get into here in the slot area. You didn't bring the ball in the middle of the floor to kind of get some offense going. You, you, he literally, if it was me and I was guarding Zach at that point, in my head, I'm like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> I'm not supposed all to you be got, guarding All you got to do is stand on the, all you got to do is stand on the three-point line with your, your hips, you know, uh, perpendicular to the to the sideline, you're like my job is done because <laughs> I got Draymond on my right, I've got a baseline behind me, and I've got the sideline out of bounds on my left side. My job is all I got to do is stand here and wait for Zach to try and take a shot. Yeah, and that's what they do. They got him on the left side of the floor, um, short corner area, pinned up. Draymond and Jordan Poole. Zach, I would have liked him to jump in the air and try to fire that ball to Javante. Maybe Javante can swing it over here to Lonzo. Like, but uh, he probably would have done that early in the game. But I, at this point, like, he's like, dude, I got to do something. Like, I just have yeah. to. Um, and he takes a tough shot, air ball. Tony gets it, swings it out to Lonzo. And then, you know, hey, he knocks it down. But it's mean, a good possession. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna <laughs> <end up> possession. <laughs> but you can't have Zach doing – Zach – yeah, you, you can't have Zach making the defender's job that easy. No. There's nothing to be gained. Anyways. Yeah. No. Yeah. That, that's, I, I feel bad. Yeah. And I, I do not I do not want anyone to think that we're trying to, like, rag on specific players. Like, these are great, great, great NBA players. Zach is one of the elite scorers in the game. Oh, yeah. You guys know how much I love Zach. Um, I, I told my wife I need a jersey for Christmas. <laughs> so... I just, you know, we're I'm pointing out things. We're pointing out things because we see ways for basketball improvement. We or we see, we're trying to dissect the reasons why they they didn't do as well as they should have, right. or, or they or they didn't you know get it done last night. So it's nothing personal. Like I, I anyways, and I, I'm I'm sure people understand that, but just want to um, make it clear. Like I love Zach. He's he's great. Um, got, but yeah, we got to tell the truth for a uh, for a while. Um, yeah. So, um, this clip here, 
you want to end on this one? It goes along with what we've been saying, and, and, and we know Salim and Chip, a bunch of our guys have been saying, like, we would like Lonzo off ball in being the guy that ends the place. And I, I think this is another example, right? So you get you get Lonzo who comes up the right side of the floor, um, and uh, Javante sets up like a like a, a brush screen here. Gets Lonzo, uh, I'm sorry, Steph on Lonzo. Lonzo flips it over to Demar from on the right corner. He comes up, and you get a cut um, from from Lonzo into the middle of the floor here. Um, at the free throw line, he catches it. Now he has Draymond on him. Yeah. Uh, and this is my thing here, right? We got all this going on. And this whole time, Zach is just sitting in the corner. Like, what are we doing? Like, what is the what is the end goal of this possession? Like, we're down. Why are we not trying to get the ball into Zach Levine's hands? Why are we not running? Like, a, for instance, Perfect time to run that that step that that step up flip into Chicago action. Get a nice look for Zach. Like, why are we not doing those things? Or why, or, this, you, or right here, right? So Lonzo, he doesn't. He's not going to take advantage of that. Roll it a little bit until you get Demar. Passes it back. Packs uh, Javante. Passes it back. Now you've got a mismatch. Right now, this this is a better action. Yep. Than than what they ran. Why, why not just attack Steph? Steph is not a great defender, and he's a lot smaller than than Demar. Yeah, you know I what? Just, That's but actually you 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 pass it, and then you put Lonzo Ball against Draymond Green. So you put someone who's not good at creating mid range, you know, mid range shots for himself against one of the best defenders of all time. <laughs> Instead of having Demar on on Steph. Anyways, yeah, keep going. No, you're completely right, man. Like if anything. I probably would have had Javante get over there towards the hash. Lonzo, stay there. Because if Draymond helps, I'm kicking it right to you. But if he doesn't, I'm giving Steph a bucket. You know, or, but, or have Javante go and set a pin down screen to get Zach out of the corner as yeah. Demar as Demar is is taking yep. uh Steph off the dribble. Yep. Yep, exactly. That's perfect. And that's not what happens. Uh, <laughs> oh wow! I didn't even notice Alonzo caught Draymond sleeping. <laughs> I just noticed that. But anyway, um, yeah. So yeah, Alonzo gets it at the elbow, uh, kind of like the slot, a little bit higher than the elbow, like the slot area, and um, <laughs> Draymond scoring Alonzo. Alonzo, and now look, now you've got your two best ball handlers. Sitting yes, in the, sitting in the corner doing nothing. Yes, and you end the, the. This is when I think I tweeted, or soon after this, this the, the, the Javante Green Steph Curry shootout. And oh yeah, yep. It was this because you you are you are having your play ended here. You got Zach and Demar doing nothing. Zach was in that corner that whole position. The whole never moved. <laughs> like if I'm Billy, I'm I I don't like you know. Yeah, do something better than that. You, but you I, just have so, to. Now, now, Golden State played a great defensive game, but they just, but the Bulls did not. Like this is, this seems so simple to me. I don't know. Like, 
there, there's like two or three things you could have done way better in this action for me, a basketball dunce. Yeah. You guys are a professional basketball team with a lot of smart players. This should not be, this should not be happening. Not, not two minutes, not even two minutes into the quarter. Yep. Now you spent the whole halftime coming up with adjustments, plays you're going to run, you know, it's you like, hope. it's like an out of bounds play. You, you called the timeout to drop a nice play, run, run a nice play, <laughs> like do something good. If you're just going to do this, what are we doing here? Yeah, man. I mean, that's tough. Like that, that and I've been harping on this for since the beginning of the season. Yes, you have. I, I, I think I just feel like you have to do more. And there are possessions where they do like at the beginning of the game, they ran like a horns out uh, with with uh, Zach as a screener. He gets a, a, a rub screen from uh, Tony, and he actually came off and had a you know a defender uh, trailing. He would have been able to catch and attack. Didn't even look his way. They just it's just like they go through the motions and sometimes in their their actions. They're not really like trying to dissect and see who who's my ninety over my 91, 92 overall player and where there's where is their weakest defender at? What what are they where's what are they trying to do with their weakest defender? Are are they switching are you, okay? you know what I'm saying? Like are they are they trying to pre-switch where okay, I know they're going to get Steph in this uh, pick and roll. So, hey, Steph, take mine because I know they're going to call your guy for a pick and roll, right? They're not doing that. Okay, so what can we do? What kind of actions can we do to put stress on Steph? What can we, like, yeah, if you're not going to really make Steph work on, on, on defense, hell yeah, he's going to go crazy on offense. And he still may go crazy, but at least try. At least, at least put him through the ringer. Like, yeah. run him through I don't care if he's guarding Javante just use Javante as a decoy just to make Steph have to run like get yep. get get him moving do something get this defense to move if you're just gonna allow Andrew Wiggins to just chill over there in the short corner and not have to worry about Zach you're gonna have you're just gonna allow you know Steph to just be able to guard DeMar only because DeMar didn't really attack him like that but you have to put stress on these guys like you, you have to, and the way you do that is movement. And that's what Billy praises is ball movement, player movement, but they don't do it at times when they should do it. Like in these moments, and again, I've been a big, big dude saying like, yo, it's early. They're still learning it. There's, they're still learning each other. They're still learning maybe what, what they're going to run and things like that. But this is a, this is a, uh, I thought this game, um, went towards, you know, once the game started to get out of hand, I was like, okay. This is this has to be a good learning uh, tool because in the playoffs, like you're gonna have to grind out possessions. You're gonna have to run different sets. You're not gonna be able to just throw the ball to Zach Levine, throw the ball to Demar Derozan, and and just do that all the time. Yep. The Phoenix Suns, they do that. You know, they run their 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 stag. Um, sorry, their their double drags on the wing. They run the double drags on the top of the key in the middle of the floor. They run Spain. They run, I'm sorry, Spain pick and roll. They run side pick and roll. They run, they, they, they run so many different things that the defense has to stay awake. They have to, you know, they run a play where, you know, <clears throat> like for instance, I'll just show, I'll show it on the screen here, right? They run a play where they'll have uh, um, an elbow series where most of the time it'll be a uh, book right here, De Devin Booker. Um, and they'll run like an elbow series where they'll have a, a big here, 
and maybe a big here or, or, or a Ford, and the big will come set a, a cross screen, and there, there goes the elbow, he comes, he comes out, and what happens is they'll have a dribble handoff in this area here to occupy these two. Obviously, they'll have a, a shooter here on the other side. <clears throat> and what will happen is once this dribble handoff or, or pitch, whatever it is, happens, Devin Booker will front cut, It'll, or what they call a blade, blade cut, or front cut in front. He'll be able to catch it and have a head of steam to attack the basket. Like different things, like quick hitters, like especially in this type of game, it's still close. You got to grind out a possession and find a good shot. If you're just going to pass the ball back and forth, especially DeMar, when you, and I'm not going to criticize DeMar because he's been a godsend, you know, but like he, like you have, like DeMar, I need for you to just be like, yo, Lonzo, sit your ass in this corner. Let me go at Steph Curry. Let me, let me go at him and try to get a bucket or run some damn offense. Yeah. Because you're just bailing the defense out. You're just, you're just making their job so easy and then they can focus on the offense. This is exactly what happened. But uh, I have one, one quick question. Is the lack of movement in, you know, this play is emblematic of it. Is that on the players or is that on Billy? You know, I, I go back and forth on this. It, 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 I don't know if this is the right metaphor, but or I shouldn't say metaphor. I'm trying to think of the right thing. Is it, is it the, the, is it the chicken or the egg yeah. kind of deal? But, um, but so I said it before on the, on the, on our show, like, I feel like, there should be a a mix of empowering your players to play how they want to play, but also a okay. These are our principles. These these are our rules. If we have a fast break, we got secondary break. Yeah, guys, go crazy. But if we don't have anything, this is the two two four whatever you guys have been working on in practice. These are the plays we should get to. If we don't have any clear advantage right away, these are the plays we should get to. Right. And if you guys are not going to get to those plays, I'll, we're going to figure some shit out, you know, but you have to get to these certain plays that we have we, we've implemented, get to those and let's try to find a right shot. And, yeah. you know, I, I just don't think they do that, man. Like I, you got to just go like again, watch the, the Warriors, watch Phoenix, watch Milwaukee, watch the really good teams. Utah they, does too. Yeah, it's, oh man, Utah is you, that's a great one. They they will not stop running stuff until they find a good shot. They they don't they will keep running it. They they don't care if that, that shot that shot clock gets down to five seconds. They are going to keep running an action until they get an advantage somewhere. And you know, who knows, man? Who knows what's gonna? How, yeah. So if I had to guess, I would say. I don't know if it's cop out to say a little bit of both, but um, no, I mean that's probably the answer, though, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's you know, Billy could be a little bit better about harping on it, making you know, making sure that stuff happens, and players need to be better about running it. So, yep, um, I, I I think is that is that one you want to end on? I think we can probably wrap it up then. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we've been. Well, uh, yeah, it's it's been it's been a good season so far. So I, I don't I'm not worried long term about it. But you know, this these are you want to point out things that they did wrong or they could do better. And I'm sure Billy has pointed some of these things out in their film review with the players of things they want to do better and adjustments they need to make. And 
you know, the basketball is a simple game yeah. in a lot of ways. Um, and, and sometimes it's just a matter of making shots versus missing shots. Some, some nights are like that. Right. But, but yeah. I, that's why I thought the Dallas game specifically was not as good a win as I would have liked it to be. And it wasn't because of the ending score. It was the process yeah. that they went through to get there. I did not like the process. Um, they were just, they were just too, too, I don't know, it was lackadaisical, lackadaisical. I have never, I've never learned how to say that stupid word. But <laughs> they, they were just, they just were kind of going through the motions on defense and not rotating very effectively. And it worked because they just outshot. I mean, Lonzo was on fire yeah. from, from three and Vooch kind of had a bounce back game especially late late in that game that just to just close it out but you saw with the warriors when you have a bad shooting night your defense has to be on point in order to stay in that game and your offense you have to be generating the best shots now if you miss those shots right that's going to happen right there's going to be nights where they're going to get a wide open 3 for Zach and he's just going to brick it i mean it's just that's going to happen and it's going to happen over and over again sometimes right but you want to look at the process of how you got there. And so that's some of the things that we think we've harped on tonight is process of the, it's the process of the offense have been lacking. It's not so much whether or not the shot went in on either side or what, right. you know, if they got a W or an L it's about, you know, how did they get to that? And so anyways, that's what I think is, is the most important takeaway is, is, you know, what, what process are we looking at? How did they get to these wins? How did they get to those shots? What kind of shots were they taking? What kind of shots were they giving the, you know, uh, was the defense giving them? And and that's the kind of thing that that's, cause that's what the coaches are going to be doing with the players. That's what they're yeah. going to be looking at. You think Billy does not care about the, about whether or not, and you, and Tom Thibodeau was the same way. Tom did not care <laughs> if it was a W or an L. If you, you, he would rip into you if if you did if you got the process wrong if you weren't doing what you're supposed to be doing, and the guy gets an open three because you did something wrong. Doesn't matter if he bricks it or makes it. You yeah. did something wrong. You got to fix that. And yeah. and Billy's the same way. You saw him after the couple wins. He was like, these wins don't mean anything. <laughs> like, yeah, we, we got to keep working on our stuff. Yeah, man. Um, I guess I know it's early in the season. But and who knows? Maybe I would get fired if I was the head coach. If I but I, I I I just feel like I would have to put my foot down right now and get into good habits. And that is, look, Lonzo. I don't know if you feel bad about this. I don't, I don't know how you'll take this, but brother, um, I want Demar to have his hands on that ball in half court as much as possible. Um, I. I I don't want to, I don't want you to feel disrespected because I, I love you as a player. I love everything you bring to this team. Um, you are an, an energy spark to this team. I mean, you're a big reason why this team is, is, you know, we're eight and four now. Um, but we, in order to be a better half court offense, I would like you to be a floor spacer. I would like for you to be able to, um, you know, play make off of advantages that DeMar will create for you. Um, and you you'll help him because they won't be able to help off of you. Right. So, I mean, right. it, it's, it's, you know, and, and the other thing is too, I'm sorry, Zach. Stop it, man. Bro. Zach, Zach, uh, it can't is not play bad. hero time. It's not bad. 
But um, Zach, it, uh, we running you off some screens. We, we're gonna treat you like you're just a sharpshooter. Uh, we're gonna treat you like you're Joe Harris, Kyle Korver. You know, we're gonna run you off screens. We're gonna make your defender pay. Um, and we're gonna open up advantages for our, 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 our your teammates by using you, um, by running you off screens and running different actions for you. And, and like, there's just I just don't think they do enough of it. Like, I don't think they do enough of it. Um, and maybe like again, maybe Billy is trying to allow these guys to do their own thing. But um, I feel like sometimes it's just like it's just like at a job, right? Not everybody's gonna like you. Not, not everybody's gonna like you, but it's your job, and you guys, you just have to do your job, right? We don't have to be friends after work. We don't have to be friends, you know, hanging out. We don't have to. But as long as I do my job and you do yours, that's all that matters. And I hope Billy is um, has that mindset, right? But, uh, Lonzo, who knows? I, he he doesn't come off as a guy that's like that, that that is gonna be talking crazy because he thinks he should do this. He doesn't come off that way, but who knows what he is outside, you know, of the media, you know, uh, but I hope he's not that way. I, ho I hope uh, Billy is able to speak his mind uh, because I, I just feel like this team flows a little bit better in half court. We all know what Lonzo does. Fast break, full court. That, that's a beautiful thing to see. But half court, this, this team flows a little bit better when DeMar has the ball in his hands. And even Zach, like, but even like you can see that Zach is still, he's not comfortable with that thumb. If you reach anywhere near that thumb, you're probably going to get a steal. So, um, but yeah, man, that, that, I just, like, like Salim said, man, uh, I'm sorry, King TMC 39th, man. Uh, uh, like, you just have to set roles. You got to set the roles now, get them right, um, get them used to those roles because, man, it's, the, that game really set, set the tone because I feel like DeMar, in order, because I feel like DeMar was catching it and getting, you know, trying to get to a book. I would like to have seen DeMar become more, you know, that guy that 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 puts pressure on the on their defense more often. Um, and I, I don't think they did that enough. Like, give the ball to DeMar, and especially if they're going to do that, that boxing one. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if I would have staggered DeMar as much. Like, I, I – but, again, it's one game. It's one game. So we'll see how it goes. But I will be paying attention to the adjustments Billy makes on offense. I will be paying attention to that. Because no matter how no matter how good you play on defense, you, you can be able to get fast break buckets, things like that. But if that but if a team is going to do boxing one, if a team is going to zone you out and you don't have Vooch, what are you going to do to adjust? And that's what I'm looking yeah. for against the Clips. Yeah, no, I'm really excited to see what what they do. The Clippers provide a, a really unique challenge. Um, they're also a very good small ball team, and you know Zubats is is a is a, a pretty solid center, but he's yeah. not he's not gonna he's not gonna be like Anthony Davis or Jokic, you know, like which is or, or even even Nurkic, who are the three games after that. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm looking to see how he adjusts to that and how he handles it, and and I hope Zach gets a bounce back game because Zach. The man just tried, you know, tried to put his team on his shoulders during that third quarter, and it went really horrendously, unfortunately, and and it just ended in a lot of turnovers, and he wasn't able to find the right guy. So Billy's got to put him in a better position to make sure that he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't feel like he has to do that 
Um, and there shouldn't be possessions where those guys aren't moving off ball to get Zach easier looks, easier passes, you yeah. know, setting screens for each other. I, th- I agree with you. I think there's got to be a lot more movement um, to get, not only to get the ball in the hands of the guys who can create those advantages, but using the threat of using the threat of them to create advantages for other people. Yeah. So run Zach off screen. Use Zach like you use Steph. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there. I think there's a lot of things that you can copy from Steve Kerr's playbook to help Zach out. So, anyways, even when Booch is back, please. Yes. Yes. Please move. Because this, this, there's no reason that this offense shouldn't be top five in the NBA this season. Yes. There's no reason. Yeah. No reason. You have you have the you have the passing, you have the the shooting gravity, you have the 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 ball handling talent to be able to do it. They just gotta do it more. They gotta do it more. So this is a good test for them. I mean, this road trip, if they go 0 and five on this road trip. I mean, it's a possibility, right? These are good teams, yeah. and they're missing Vooch. Um, they'll still be eight and eight at the end of that, <laughs> so it won't be the worst thing in the world. But I would love to see them pick up some Ws here, um, especially against the Lakers. I think the Lakers are really in a weak spot right now. And they don't have LeBron. Anthony yeah. Davis presents a huge problem, and they're going to be coming off. You know, the the Bulls are going to be on a back to back against the Lakers, second night of back to back. So it's going to be a tough game. But I, I don't think that team's been very good right now. So I'm really interested to see the next two days here, what happens yeah. with these guys. And a lot, we'll have a lot to cover next week again and more film. And we had almost two and a half hours of it today. And we probably had, I know you had a lot more than we did even show. <laughs> we got to like, we got to set like five clip maximum because we always end up going Man. a lot further than we thought with a lot less than we thought we were going to do. We, so. have, we have to be ready for Paul George, man. That dude is playing he at a really good high man. He is he is balling right now. So playing like playoff P, baby. Playoff P. Playoff P in the regular <laughs> season. <laughs> Amazing stuff. Hey, well, thank you guys so much for, for hanging around. Um appreciate you guys sticking around. Hopefully that this film review was helpful for you guys to kind of understand what they're what they're running on offense, how they're doing on defense, what other teams are doing against them. And you know, Lara, I think, provided a lot of ways that they can adjust and overcome some of these, you know, some of these mistakes, some of these miscues and, you know, just get offense flowing a little bit better than it has been. So, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens this next week. But I mean, overall, it was a really good week. We had really quality wins against the Nets and, and the Mavericks and eight and four. You know, that loss only counts as one loss. And, uh, and hopefully it'll be a learning experience. So. We'll, we'll see what happens, and uh, we'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for listening to Bulls 101, watching Bulls 101. Appreciate you guys' comments, um, questions that you guys send, interaction on Twitter. We appreciate it all. You can follow us at KLA Hoops, at underscore Laro Hoops, or at Bulls 101 Podcast on Twitter. Check out the Bar Network. Subscribe, rate, and review. Check out the other shows, especially check out Bulls Gold from our guy Salim and Edward Schuler more great content. They always got great guests, great analysis. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys again next week. Talk to you later. Peace.